Stern. Peace and love, Howard. Sirius XM. Hey! Ow! Um, yeah, now time for an update from Wendy the Slow Adult. She is calling from Florida. Wendy, I understand you're upset. You asked for a few minutes on the show today. And what better way to start the show than with Wendy, the slow adult? Everyone loves Wendy. She has no haters, only love for Wendy. Is and this the first time we've talked to her in 2023? No. We have talked it's to her not. several other times, Robin. Okay. Um, I just Wendy, don't remember them. What's on your mind, Wendy? What can I do for you? Um, yes, I'm sort of a little upset because they took away the McRib. Ah. <laughs> right. So Wendy is upset with McDonald's restaurant. Were you a huge fan of the McRib? And how long have you been eating the McRib? I've been eating the McRib ever since they uh, came out with them. What is it about the McRib that you enjoy so much, if you could put it into words? It, they had really good uh, sauce on it. Did the McRib, I take it, is a, a beef with a sauce and bun and what? Lettuce? What else? Describe the ingredients of a McRib. Uh, uh, it's uh, lettuce, uh, pickles, uh, and the McRib sauce and the McRib on it. And the McRib is, uh, of course, a rib. Uh, a steak kind of uh, Not product. really. I don't think so. What kind of animal makes a McRib? Do you know? A, a beaver or a fox? What is it? <laughs> is uh, it a uh, 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 fox? A fox? fox? Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, I too enjoy eating fox. You're Why telling me the McRib is, you're telling me the McRib is a barbecue sauce and a fox? Yeah. Fox okay. ribs. <laughs> wow i didn't know that but that sounds pretty cool how many uh, i'm curious about your mcrib consumption would you ever go there let's say for lunch and have several mcribs or would it just be the one i'll have several mcribs right like how many mcribs mcrib sandwiches would you eat in one sitting on a good day uh probably i would say Four. Four. I see. And and what would you drink with that? Soda or shake? I will, I will definitely drink a soda with it. You know what? I worry about you. I'm looking here on the web. It says one McRib sandwich is 520 calories times four. Do you know how many calories that is? Uh, a, a thousand. Well, I'm going to tell you something. It's 2,000. I was close. You were. <laughs> you were only off by about 50%. Yes. And, um, you know, I worry about you. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me get to your gripe. In other words, did you go to the McDonald's near you? Where is the McDonald's near you? What, what like, where is it? Uh, it's right, uh, it's right close to Walmart. Okay. And when you went in there, how long ago did you find out they're canceling the McRib? When did you find out? A week ago, a month ago, a year ago? When did you find out? A week ago. Okay. And were you so upset at that time that you went to your McDonald's and, and did you call for the manager? 
Yes, I did. Okay. And what did you say to him? I said, I said, God damn, I said, you're not taking the McRave away. I told him to bring it back, God damn it. You told him that you were a fan of, of eating fox and that you would <laughs> like to continue eating fox, I imagine, right? Because not too many restaurants yes. serve fox. Yes, yes Howard. Right. I, I you know I think a fox is such a cute little animal. I don't know if you've ever seen one, but they're so cute. It's it's hard to believe you would eat it, but okay. So when you said when you complained to the manager, what was his response? Uh, he was saying, "Oh well, uh, we have to listen to uh, whoever told them to get rid of it." In other words, McDonald's corporate told them, look, we're getting rid of the McRib. And as far as you know, how do you, I mean, it seems like the McRib was a popular item, no? I mean, how can you gauge, when you would go to the fast food, when you would go to McDonald's, did you see others eating the McRib? Yes, I have, Howard. Right, and you told them all this, and yet they, they, they still are going to cancel it. Yes, Howard. Have you, this is crazy, but have you ever considered getting a hunting license and hunting for fox yourself and making your own McRib. Yes, I have, Howard. But it's a, it's a hassle, I understand. You know, um, now, I was talking to Wolfie. He told me that uh, you went to uh, Wendy's recently, the, the fast food chain, and you ordered um, a Dave's single hamburger, two orders of chili, a chicken sandwich, loaded baked huh. potato with sour cream and butter, and then had a Mountain Dew with that, and I'm worrying if you're, if maybe, and I don't, I don't want to insult that you, but that was just her meal. That was her meal. That's a lot of food, Wendy. You know. I know, Howard. I'm just worried about your figure. You know, I, I don't want you to get too heavy. I mean, you still want to be attractive, right? Yes, Howard. Yes, I still want to be attractive. Yes. Right. Has any doctor suggested to you that maybe you just get one sandwich at Wendy's or McDonald's? Uh, yes, they have. By the way, Wendy, uh, on our phone is another angry consumer who is very upset about the McRib. Uh, a guy named Rooster, who would be a good boyfriend for you, actually, but I'm not going to be a matchmaker here. I'm not getting into that. Rooster, what do you want to say about the McRib real quick? Because this is Wendy's uh, time. Man, I am pissed, Howard. Them McDonald's taking the McRib. Off the shelf is like clipping the nuts to a stud horse. They are. Well, why do you think? Why do you think they're doing it, Rooster? You're a fan. I, I, you, you, I, I you, you love it. A, I think it's a marketing scheme. They only had it out once a year, as it was, and people was wanting it all year long. So I think somebody in corporate decided to tease everybody and say, "We're we're we're taking it back. We're taking it. We're discontinuing it. We stopped it." They do that for a couple of months. Because anybody trying to get attention is any publicity is good publicity. So what you're that, saying is, and maybe Wendy can hold out hope, you believe the people at McDonald's are so cunning that they have no intention of getting rid of the McRib. They're, no. they're, you say no. No, well, no, I agree with you. No, oh. they have no intentions of getting I rid see. of it. So uh, uh, the McRib is still featured on McDonald's website menu, by the way. So it's still there as of today. Yeah. And uh, well, maybe you're right. Maybe Wendy, what Rooster's suggesting is it's possible 
that McDonald's is doing a marketing ploy. They're going to say we're ta- it's almost like I was watching Trump. He was talking over the weekend and he goes, if I'm not elected, World War Three will break out and I'm the only one who can stop it. So in other words, he creates a scenario where there's World War Three and then he solves the narrative. Yeah, he solves the problem, but there is no yep. problem. There is no World there is War no Three. problem. Yep. So maybe and, and, the McRib, maybe the McRib, it's all a ploy to get you charged up about McDonald's. You know what I mean, it, Wendy? It, exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean, Howard. Yes. Wendy, it's, that would be horrible to upset you so much just to get a marketing scheme going. I would, I would hate to think they're doing that, especially to a slow adult. But don't yes, they do that Howard. all the time, uh, Wendy? They the the McRib comes and goes, right? Yes, Robin. Are you? And I don't mean to compare you to a heroin addict, but in a way, are you addicted to the McRib? In, in other words, it would be hard for you to stop eating McRib. Yes, I'm addicted to McRibs. Yes. Right. How On often our phone, during the week does she have a McRib? Uh, maybe twice a week. Okay. And you're talking about possibly four or five McRibs. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. So you might go through 10 McRibs a day. That's like killing 900 (laughs) fox a week. I mean. Yes, Howard. Because because the McRib is made from the only the finest part, the belly of the fox. (laughs) Yes. On our phone is another Wendy who is upset about the McRib. This is Wendy, the slow adult also. Hello, Wendy, the hmm. slow adult also. <laughs> yes. Uh, actually, uh, I, McDonald's gave me McRibs for free, and I'm eating them. Uh, but Wendy can't have any. <laughs> Gals, this is, by the way, Wendy, the slower adult. She's uh-huh, slower yeah. than the actual Wendy. Um, yeah. Wendy, I, w- I would think you guys would be good friends. You both love McRib so much. I don't think so. She's evil, and I'm going to destroy her if I ever meet her in person. Uh, I have so many McRibs. Uh, I'm wiping my ass with one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up because I'm about to verbalize you. You know what this uh, is? You... I will verbalize you. You heard of a torn? you. I'll shove my foot up your ass, bitch. Uh, fuck you. I'm a jacuzzi uh, made out of McRib sauce. <laughs> well, uh, it's a slow NATO, Robin, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, yes. <laughs> Wendy the <laughs> Wendy the uh, <laughs> Wendy the slower adult. I don't know you yeah. that well. I know Wendy the slow adult. Are you more popular than Wendy the slow adult? Uh, yes. Uh, I have lots of friends, and I I'm, don't think so. Hell no, bitch. Hell no, fuck. <laughs> 
You better set the fuck uh, up right now because I will find your ass and I'll shove you in the dumpster, bitch. I'll Wendy. shove you in the dumpster, bitch. You was ass, ass, bitch. Wendy, the oh, slow you- adult. Wendy, the slow adult. I've been talking to you on the phone for I don't know how many years, maybe 25 years. Yes, and, Howard. And you have always been a superstar on our show. But it seems to me like this woman, Wendy, the slower adult, is trying to replace you. And I'm concerned. I don't think so. I don't think that this slut is going to end up dead. I mean dead oh. because I'm about to K-knock her out. <laughs> Uh, I would, I would like to shout out all my friends, uh, uh, a shout out to Brutal Warren and oh, Ricky Danny. Brutal Warren's mine, bitch. Shut up, girl. Uh, Brutal Warren is my friend. And first, my, my, uh, friend, and you better say for my friends. Wendy, Wendy, the slow adult, it seems like this Wendy, the slower adult, is taking over your friends. I don't think so. She's not going to take over my friends because Brutal Lord is mine. Brutal Muscle Man is mine. Farkas is mine. Brutal Lord is mine. Well, let me get to the bottom of this. Uh, Wendy, the slower adult, how do you know Bruno? How do you know Bruno, and when did you become friends with him? Uh, Bruno is my friend since forever, and he gives me money, and we go to Disney World together. Oh, shut up. That's a damn lie, cunt. That's a damn lie, because he's married, you slow-ass bitch. Uh, well, no, you are wrong. Oh, yes, he is. He's you, whore. I knew you were a I knew you This is terrible. Oh, shut the fuck up, you little wuss-ass, puss-ass freak. Well, Wendy, the slow adult. Wendy, the slow adult. Wendy, the slow adult. I understand, to change the subject for a second... I feel like we lit a slow fire under you. <laughs> we, I understand that you now believe, and you know, everybody knows Wendy's father has passed away. You believe your Chucky doll, that your dad is living inside your Chucky doll. Is that true? Yes, Howard. Yes. Huh. And you said you've seen the doll walk around your bedroom, right? Yes, I have, Howard. Right. And I'm worried that these scary movies are making you a little bit on edge because now you're seeing your father in the Chucky doll. I'm just worried. That's all. I'm worried that you're reading too many McRibs and I'm worried that you're, 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 you're talking to your dead father through a doll. You know, I'm, I'm just nervous. I understand that Howard. When did her dad die? My dad died in 2006. And, and Wendy, the slower adult, in the, in the Chucky doll. The doll all this time. Yep. Oh. And and Wendy, the slower adult, did your dad die? Uh, yeah. And my dad is Freddy Krueger. Your dad Krueger. is Freddy Krueger. Oh, no, he's not, Todd. You stay away from my And my dad was mine. Time. You stay away from my time. Freddy Krueger's mine, bitch. Just get a, 
You stay in the fuck with him. Now, Wendy, Wendy, you can't say Freddy Krueger is yours if her father is Freddy Krueger. Yes. You know, your father's Chucky. <laughs> yes, I know that. Yeah, he's afraid. He's afraid Kruger, and he gives me McRibs in my dreams. Well, all right, Wendy, the slower adult. Thank you, and I'm going to stay on with Wendy, the slow yeah. adult, who has just said she's very upset that the McRib is being canceled at McDonald's, and now. Here is uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's very concerned by the amount of McRibs that uh, Wendy is eating. Okay. Wendy, Hello, uh, Wendy. Yeah, good morning. Listen. Good morning. Wendy, you need to forget about this garbage food, you know? I want you to get to the gym. I could get you to look like Emily Ratajkowski in a month. Come on, Wendy. You like my movies, right? I was the Terminator. Let me whip you into shape. Schwarzenegger. Yes, that's right. Wendy, what do you say? Come on. Me and you working together out in the gym. Let's get you into sexy, fantastic shape. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes, well, Arnold, fantastic. Arnold, that would mean she has to stop eating the McRib and, and, and eating so many sandwiches if she's going to become like Emily Rabbit. Yes, that's the first thing on the list. No more of this McRib bullshit. All right, Wendy, you heard it. Arnold Schwarzenegger says... Wendy, have know, you tried I house know, cleaning? I know that, Howard. I heard him. All right, all right. Have you tried house cleaning? That's a great, fantastic exercise. You yes, can get on uh, all fours. Yes, I'm going to try that. By yeah, the way, yeah, you Arnold, you'll be, Arnold, you'll be curious to, to learn of this. So I want to announce to everyone some other Wendy news. Later this year... Wendy will be attending a horror convention where she's going there to meet Robert England, the guy who played Freddy Krueger. Do you want to yes. expand on that, Wendy? Yes. Go ahead. Tell us your plan. Yes. Uh, on the 27th, uh, Freddy Krueger is going to be in Orlando, and I cannot wait because I'm so excited. I'm going to get his autograph, a picture with him, and I'm going to have a great time. That's fantastic. I love Robert England. The guy's so scary. Ah! <laughs> oh, and Arnold, that's a, Arnold, that's a good goal. By the time Wendy meets Robert England, I would love for her to look like Emily Ratajkowski. Yes, yes, it would be great. And, you know, you know, if, if she really had that body, you know, listen, Wendy, it's just a proposal I'm making, but if you wanted to stay with me, I've got a barn you can, you could sleep in. Do you like donkeys and ponies? <laughs> yeah. Take right. it out of the garbage, too. All right. You're not saying it, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Do you sit on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, Wendy, I'm going to ask you a tough question. I'm always curious. I like to ask people what they love more. So you're on a boat. You following me? Yes, I am, Howard. And the boat is sinking rapidly. And you have to make a decision. On the boat with you is Robert England, who plays Freddy Krueger, and a McRib sandwich. But you can only save one. Who would you save, Robert England or the McRib? I would save Robert England. Oh. But then, but then you'll be hungry if you have to throw the McRib overboard. Uh, that's okay. I can live with that. All right. Well, there you go. That's a woman who loves Robert England. Yes. I will tell you, I have met Robert England. 
and uh, he's a lovely guy. And I'm thinking if you're ever in a position where you're on a boat with a McRib and Robert England, you could save Robert England, but just eat him later. Eat Robert England. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty. Yeah, he's not that tough in real life, if you know what I mean. I don't like me, Howard. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I just got handed a note from the head of McDonald's, Ronald uh, A. McDonald. And he says they're going to continue the McRib. They're just hiding it from Wendy to help her get into ah. it. So that's what it is. So there you go. Oh, okay, Adam. Howard. All right, Adam, you're on the air. What's up on your mind? Yeah, I'm just wondering, um, Wendy, where the hell do you get all this? This shit adds up after a while. I mean, you're not working, right? I think uh, Adam is saying... No, I, no, I'm not working, no. I guess Adam's question, Wendy, is where do you get the money to indulge in, you know, four or five sandwiches, a soda? I mean, it's expensive, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, to... To eat that kind um, of I, I I get donations through my YouTube channel. When people watch me, they donate to me. Okay, ah. that, Fair enough. that that is rather revolting to think of. But you know what? <laughs> hey, you you do you, and uh, I mean, I'm just asking because I I don't take uh, I don't get fast food often, and that shit adds up after a while in just one sitting. So if that's Absolutely. how you're getting the money, I am truly frightened. I thought. Wow. Uh, now I'm going to go vomit. All right. Very good, Adam. You go vomit. Uh, by the way, Wendy, I'm going to give you some hope. The McRib did a farewell tour in 2005, like the Who, the group The Who with its farewell yes. tour. Well, the McRib also went away from 2012 to 2019 and then came back. So my guess is the McRib is going away as a marketing stunt. And we'll be back. Now, I could be wrong. I, I can't prove that. Um, you know, last November, McDonald's said this could be your last chance to taste the McRib. And that sounds like a marketing thing. Because if it was a true failure, they wouldn't be advertising it. They, they'd hide their failures away. So this seems to be what they do to people. They get them addicted to the McRib, like Wendy, who has a real problem with the McRib. <laughs> She's addicted to it. And then they take it away from them. And I and I see why Wendy's upset. Yes, Wendy, Wendy, what happens when you eat several McRibs at once? Is I, Do you shit diarrhea or does it come out hard? I shit diarrhea. Okay. Because I guess whatever's in, like, eating a fox would give you diarrhea. <laughs> yes, Howard. <laughs> right. And what gives you worse shit? The McRib at McDonald's or the meal you have at Wendy's, which gives you worse diarrhea? Uh, the, uh, the Wendy's. Wendy's. All right. Well, there you go. And when you shit diarrhea into uh, your diaper, Ugh. um, does it ever, is the diarrhea so bad that it shoots out of your diaper? In other words, like runs down the legs? Yes, Howard. Right. Yes. Has that ever happened while you were eating McDonald's and you said, fuck it, I'm not, I'm just going to shit my diaper and sit in it and finish my meal? Yes, Howard. Right. Does she in other words, to make rib at McDonald's? Yes, I do, uh, Robin. Oh, boy. You almost called her Howard. <laughs> I, I know, I know. I get names messed up. I'm bad. So, in other words, it's you've, you've had a moment... Where you're eating a McRib, 
sandwich and soda and all the stuff. And you're in your diaper and, and you're and you have diarrhea, uncontrollable diarrhea. It's dripping down your leg and you say this McRib is so good. I'm not going to get up and clean myself off. In fact, I'm going to sit here in my diarrhea and eat the McRib. Is that correct? Correct, Howard. All right. And has it ever come to the point where you've eaten so many McRibs that your diaper actually smells like a McRib? <laughs> yes, like a bar- Howard. Yes, like Howard. Bar- like, bar- like barbecue sauce. Yes, Howard. Your diarrhea smells like barbecue sauce. Yes, Howard. Wow. Wow. Well, that's not so bad, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, we're going to send you over to her house so you can smell it. So when you go, do you ever go to McDonald's with your mom? Yes, I do, Howard. Does she ever say, Wendy, I'm smelling something in your diaper. Can you stop eating for a few moments and go over to the bathroom and clean out your diaper? Yes, she does. And do you say, no way, fuck you, are you belligerent or you do it? Uh, I go do it. You do it. And the whole time you, you get over to the bathroom, are you like, oh my God, I hope no one eats my McRib, the, you know, my sandwich that I left on the table. Do you get, do you worry about it? Yes, Howard. Yeah. And how long are you in the bathroom? Because what do you do? You bring several diapers with you to, um, McDonald's? Yes, Howard. And wipes. Right. And, and wipes. wipes. Okay. So then you, do you, are you in such a rush to get back to the table after you wipe your, your diarrhea and everything clean up? Do you ever not wash your hands because you're excited to get back to the table? Yes, Howard. Yeah, oh. I get like that too. I get like that too because you want to get back to your meal, right? Yes, Howard, sir. Was there, was there ever a time that you're, I feel like I'm the prosecutor in the Gwyneth Paltrow case. Do you, was there a time that you ever saw, oh my God, I'm back eating my sandwich with my mom, but I still have a little bit of diarrhea on my hands? Yes, Howard. Yeah. Wow. Well, what do you do then? Uh, I take a baby wipe and wipe my hands. Good. I see. That's, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Let's talk to the manager of uh, Wendy's uh, McDonald's, local McDonald's. He wants to say hello. Hello. Yes, you run the McDonald's over by Wendy? Uh, yeah, Howard. I, I, to be honest with you, we do indeed just still have the McRib up, but we just hide it from her because she comes in, she shits all over the store. She shit. I, I mean, see. we've lost 20 employees. It's like, it feels like a barnyard in here. I have to tell you, it's, I'm up to my knees in it when she comes in here with that McRib. So the McRib isn't going anywhere. It, you're just hiding it from Wendy so that she won't shit all over your, your McDonald's. You, you, you know, in the shining, when they open those elevator doors and all the blood comes out. Well, it's like yeah. that here, but with shit. When she, uh, when she starts eating that McRib, I mean, it's, uh, it, no. it's like a slip. We had to install a power washer in the dining room. Okay. That's not normal. That's not normal. All right. So thank you. It. Wendy, you know what it is? I think you like the McRib because there's no bones in it. It's easy. It's soft. Right. You know, and I know you've lost a few teeth. You know what I'm saying? Yes, Howard. Right. Well, it's an interesting uh, scenario what Wendy's talking about. Here's a woman who loves the McRib. McDonald's is playing this game, this corporate game, where they hide the McRib, they bring it back, they they get rid of it, and she's upset. And I understand that the McRib is she's in. Lo- you're in love with the McRib, right? Yes, I am. Yeah. What, what is what is your favorite sandwich out of all the fast food places you go to? What, what is your favorite sandwich? The McRib. 
Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, you, why do they play with people like this? This has been why? going on for years. And the slow community, especially, who then they don't understand these things. Right, Wendy? Right, Howard. Do you still like Pizza Hut or are you burned out on that? I I do like Pizza Hut, yeah. I had Pizza Hut about a month ago. How many pizzas do you eat when you order a, a Pizza Hut? I eat one pizza, two pastas, breadsticks with extra sauce. Wendy, I hear you laughing. Uh, it's a lot of food. Is that why you're laughing? Yes, Howard. Yeah. Do you ever do you ever shit in your diaper and it smells like pizza sauce or a breadstick? <laughs> you know, I never hear you mention dessert. Why do you never have dessert with any of these meals? Wendy? I might have lost Wendy. Did we lose Wendy? I don't hear her. Wendy, you there? Well, maybe her father's chasing her. She's in the truck. I'm here. Oh, oh there you there are. are. Okay, I, I thought I lost you. I got nervous. No. I, 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 I was saying, why do you never eat dessert? Uh, because I normally say dessert when I get home, so that way I can use my chocolate syrup. I see. Okay, so in other words, you want chocolate syrup on things? They don't offer that there. Yes. All right. Do you bring the dessert home or do you have other dessert at home? I bring the dessert home. Ah. Oh, so you'll get like an ice cream at Wendy's, but you bring it to go so you can put extra chocolate sauce on it. Yes. Got it. Wow. Well, that big is operation. Big operation. It's a big operation. <laughs> what do you weigh now? Do you have any idea or you stop weighing yourself? Probably over, probably 250 something. Oh, I think you're way over 250 for sure. Yeah. Last time I saw you, I, I, are you able to walk yet or are you still in a wheelchair? Um, I'm still in a wheelchair, but I use my mom's walker, uh, when she brings it in and I've been getting, you know, here and there a little bit by the walker, but she has to follow me so I don't lose my balance. Oh. You know, the the sad thing is, Wendy used to walk everywhere. Yeah. And at least it counted, you know, she would walk to the mall. She would walk everywhere. All day she was walking. So she was thin. She could keep you know. the weight under control. Exactly. There was exercise involved, but now she's just yeah. sitting around. How, how difficult is it for you to take a shower and how often are you showering? I normally tell once a uh, blooming and it's really uh, hard because my mom has to help me uh, uh, with the water and stuff and help me rinse and stuff like that. So you said oh, once in a blue moon. How often, how often is uh, a blue moon? She has to help me. She has to help I me haven't scrub. seen a blue moon in like a week. <laughs> she, so. has to, she has to help me scrub my ass, my belly and stuff like that. Are you getting so heavy that you have folds in your belly and you have to powder them so they don't get a rash? Yes. Yeah. Oh, dear. Wendy. And when you say your mom washes your ass, you can't reach back there. So what does she do? She takes a bar of soap and rubs it into your asshole? Uh, no, she gets the washcloth. She puts the soap in there, uh, uh, scrubs the soap in there. I 
stand up horn to something while she scrubs my ass. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean... What are you uh, laughing about? I mean, uh, do you ever, as a goof, do you ever fart in her face while she's back there? Uh, yes, I do. Oh, I figured it is. Wendy, much. Wendy, Wendy. Have you ever gotten diarrhea in the shower and just unloaded right in the shower while your mom was washing your ass? Yes. Yeah, uh, I bet. But at least it washes down the drain, right? Yes. You know... I've often said your mother's a saint. She deserves a medal of honor. I know that's reserved for military, but she is a great lady, is she not? Yes, she is. She's a great lady and a great mom. I love my mom. I love mom. her. I love your mom. She's a real trooper. I got to yes. tell you. I hope there's a heaven and she gets there one day. She will. Yep. Did you, I got a report from, I think, Wolfie that you recently purchased 35 regular size Three Musketeer candy bars. What's your plan there and what's going on? Uh, I ate them one at a time until they were gone. Right. And they're, that's your favorite candy? Three Musketeer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, I understand a few months back, you, Wendy, had a, uh, a second bout of COVID. Oh, but this, dear. but this time you did not have green diarrhea. The first time you had a strange reaction to COVID. You had green diarrhea. Is that correct? Correct, Howard. Yeah. Why do you think that was? Did you ask the doctor? Uh, no, I didn't, Howard. Hmm. Green Were you diarrhea. really sick when you had the COVID? Yes, I was, Robin. Oh. Yep. No, she was pretty sick, but she survived it, which I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, I love Wendy. Yeah. Well, Wendy, and uh, fascinating. I, I love my Howard. I love you. And I hope you'll take Arnold Schwarzenegger's advice and maybe, uh, you know, slow down on some of those sandwiches. Maybe just one sandwich for lunch. Yeah, one let's, for... let's start reducing them by one every time she comes. Well, I will uh, definitely do that, Howard. I'm not telling any stories out of school because Wendy does say this publicly, but her doctor said she has low iron in her blood, and I'm worried about her, so I want to make sure she gets something good. Do you ever eat a nutritious meal? Uh, yes. M my mom made uh, cabbages, uh, sausage and cabbage. Oh, sausage and cabbage. That's good. I imagine that produces a lot of diarrhea, too. <laughs> yes, Howard. Yeah. Yeah, a different kind of diarrhea than the fast food. Yes. Mm. And I imagine when you pass gas, the cabbage farts smell like tulips. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right, Wendy, you take care. Listen, we're going to find out about this McRib thing. Want to make sure uh, if I have any influence with McDonald's, I'm hoping they're listening and they're going to, they're going to, you know, Maybe keep it on their menu for people who love it like you do. I mean, I know there's a fox shortage in this country, but uh, <laughs> maybe we go over to England and hunt some fox. So Wendy can get the McRib. Yes, Howard, I want to give you some bad news update. Uh, uh -oh. Because I found, I found this out from my mom a couple nights ago when she did her, when she did her finances. Um, in about a month or sooner, we're going to be broke, and we're going to be homeless again, living in the car. Oh, dear. Well, I, don't, I, I feel terrible about that, but it did make for some good radio. So please call us from the car. <laughs> we love it. living in that van. I will, I will definitely do that, Howard. 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, Wendy, uh, by the way, I want to say something because I'm upset about this woman who called in calling herself uh, Wendy the Slow Adult also or whatever. What was her name, Robin? I, I don't even remember. Wendy I, the Slower Adult is what you Wendy the Slower say. Adult. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who she is. And, and if she calls back, I'm going to tell her this. Wendy the Slower Adult. You you can't go stealing all of Wendy's friends. I w- you know what Wendy? I'm thinking about it. She yes. says she's she's friends with Freddy Krueger and she's friends with all these other guys that you know. And I don't like it. I don't like it either, Howard. And Have you ever I met this woman? Wa- I, I just want to say, Howard. Um, Banana might be helping me do a fundraiser. So if people want to help. Uh, raise money to my fundraiser. Uh, check out Banana's uh, YouTube channel. Bananas? Yeah, Banana. Banana? Yeah, Banana. All right, so if anyone wants to donate to Wendy and her mom, go to Banana's YouTube uh, channel. <laughs> and I do want to say, oh, good, she's back. Wendy, the slower adult, please don't steal. Yeah. Yes. Please, uh, are you friends with Banana as well? Uh, yes, actually, Banana is my friend, and he's doing a fundraiser for me, so give me all the money. All right. So you're also having a, f- a fundraiser through Banana on YouTube. Yes, and I'm also friends with uh, Apple and Orange and Apple. And they're all going to give me money. All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, Wendy, I guess yeah. Wendy, the slower adult, is going to also have a fundraiser. Yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah, even well, more homeless. Yeah, well, Wendy. you need to stay away from my friends because that's not right how you're trying to steal my friends when I knew them before you, cunt. Uh, actually, I knew them before you. You would have to have three. I don't think so, you. What? Uh, what's that? What's that? Freak? Uh, you freak? My friend, you what? Uh, my my mom says we're gonna have to live in a shoebox, and I still have more friends than you. I don't think so, you slut. I don't think so. I got Uh, more friends than you, bitch. Uh, I have more friends, and Brew Lauren just says she agrees with me. I don't think that Brew Lauren agrees with me. You leave my manager alone, you cunt. Uh, you leave my friends alone, you cunt. Well, let me see. Ladies, let me ask. Let me ask. I'll know who. I'll know who the real Wendy is. Wendy, the slow adult. Is it true you eat an entire Stouffer's lasagna on your own? Yes, I do, Howard. And and Wendy, the slower adult, do you eat a Stouffer's lasagna on your own? Uh, yes, I eat a hundred of them. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, and all right. I, I, yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, Wendy and Wendy, the slower adult, thank you for calling in. And You're welcome, I don't know. Howard. All right. And everyone yes, tune into Banana. You, oh, I oh, love 
and and Robin, I want to tell you something. I play, I play with my Robin Kitty She loves it when I play with her, and she also gives me kisses on my cheeks. Aw, that's very sweet. Uh, yeah, I play with my duty, and it gives <laughs> me even more. All right. Bye, ladies. I don't know what to say about bye, that. <laughs> bye, 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 honey. All right. That's Wendy, the slow adult. Everyone loves Wendy. And uh, that's a little update on where she's at. And You know, when I when, when she was saying that they're having financial difficulties, she could take some of the donations she gets for the fast food and put them toward the rent, couldn't she? I don't know what's going on over there, but... Uh, I'll have somebody look into it, but uh, I was going to start telling Wendy my problems, but when she said she was oh, going to be homeless, it. yeah. <laughs> well, I had a terrible thing happen. My uh, generator didn't kick in, and the power went out, and <laughs> and I pay a lot of money for that generator. I'm not kidding. You got a generator in your uh, house? Yes, and I've had it not kick in from time to time. That is not a, a fun surprise. Isn't that a bitch? You know, I, I can't tell you what I paid for this uh, generator. It was crazy. I put it in because everyone said to me, let me tell you something. When there's a power outage, you're going to want your generator. And they're so great because they, they click on They immediately seconds. click on, right. Yeah, well... Mine didn't work. <laughs> and it's was like, this you know, the first time? And the, well, like everyone will go, well, it doesn't work, obviously. We'll have to have somebody come and, and fix it. I go, well, it's kind of late because what happens is when the power goes out and then it comes back on, everything's fucked up. The air conditioning, the, the TV sets go out. Everything is fucked up. And now I got to bring in right. 75 guys today just to get the house back to normal. Right. And it's, it's, and it's like, well, but the generator was going to save me money in the long run because it was going to kick in and it didn't kick in. And I'm pissed. But how do I tell Wendy that when she's ready to be thrown? Yeah, you can't complain. Remember when Wendy lost her power? (laughs) Oh my God. She was going to tear her mind out. (laughs) I didn't want her calling me a wuss ass, puss ass bitch. We all love, uh, we all love our wind. Hi. Whatever. What? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's Wendy. Hi. Whatever. What? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's Wendy. Hi, Howard. How are you? Woohoo! I'll get you, my pretty. And you're a dog, too. I know, quite was it? Because I've been drinking Mountain Dew. Not that pussy shit. But I keep getting big because I eat a lot. Oh, yes. I feel fine. No, give me a rip job. I eat McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A, nachos and cheese. Baby. I feel like eating myself up. Uh, Whatever. What? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's Wendy. Hi. Uh, Whatever. What? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. It's Wendy. That's our own not-so-slim shady, Wendy the Slow Adult. (laughs) Uh, I love that girl. I do. I do. I think she's terrific. Um, So much to talk about this morning on a a Monday. I don't know where to begin. I I guess I could begin with... um, I got a text from Adam Levine, a Maroon 5, and oops, I dropped my phone and I was grabbing... Hold on. Oh, shit. Yeah, there we go. Anyway, 
I got a text, and he was quite enamored with our discussion on the top guitarists. You know, we were talking about Guitar oh. Magazine. Guitar Magazine named um, Brian May of Queen as the great, the best guitar player of, of all time. He was number one. And I, you know, I think Brian May is very talented. I've had him on the show. He's shown me his technique, how he plays with a quarter, the, the money quarter. He plays that instead of using a regular pick. And uh, he's terrific. He's terrific. Don't get me wrong. I mean, you know, who doesn't love that riff and killer? That little, that little run he does. It's a great sound. You know it. He's terrific. Yeah. Brian May was named best rock guitarist of all time by Guitar World. I shouldn't say Guitar Magazine. Guitar World. And, uh, and evidently, there's a European Guitar World, an American Guitar I, I, I All I know is there's something called Guitar World. And I said to Steve, no, Wiki, don't get all freaked out by it. They got to sell magazines. If they put the truth in there, it's, I told you, it was Jimi Hendrix. Um, then, you know, maybe Jimmy Page, then Eddie Van Halen or Eddie Van Halen and then Jimmy Page and blah, 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 blah. But I thought it was interesting that Adam Levine wrote me, who I think is a fabulous guitar player. And people yes. don't even know that. If you remember him uh, shredding Purple Rain at the uh, birthday show almost nine years ago now, if you can believe that. I mean, uh, the guy knows how to play guitar. That's him. Gives me the chills. you agree but good looking guys shouldn't be able to play the guitar like that to me you become a great guitar player when you look like me and you spend a lot of time alone in your room i don't know how i missed being a great guitar player because it would have made so much sense for me to just instead of jerking off and reading superman comics it would have been a lot better if i practiced guitar i could have gotten laid anyway so here is, uh, according to Adam Levine, number one is Hendrix. Okay. Number two is Eddie Van Halen. Number three is Jimmy Page. Number four is Prince. And number five is Stevie Ray Vaughan. 
He says uh, he's got mad love for Brian May, but he's not in the top ten. Uh, Mark Knopfler, John Mayer, he mentions as well. But Brian May, uh, though he loves him, he is not number one. And uh, also Adam says, I think he's talking about Steve Nowicki. Nowicki wants to smack him right in the head for saying Eddie was better than Hendrix. <laughs> Without Hendrix, you don't get Eddie. <laughs> That's what he says. So there you go. Uh, he's I just a boy, Adam. He doesn't That's know right. anything. He gets worked up. He said this. He, Adam says he's still a 15-year-old kid sitting in his room arguing about who the best guitar players are. <laughs> we did make a point of catching up with Brian May, who happened to be up at Sirius XM, and uh, we asked him about this honor, and he was very humble. He. He didn't put much credibility in it. What's my reaction to being named Guitar World's greatest guitarist of all time? I take everything like that with a pinch of salt, really, because you can't say who's best. The nice thing about guitar playing is that everybody's different. You can't really rank people. You know, of course I've got my favourites too. That's going to be the next question. And I <laughs> but the fact that people, you know, put me in that position makes me smile. It's a lovely feeling. Yeah, it's very nice. And they got to sell Well, you know, Brian whenever May. these lists come out, I say, why, we can enjoy all of them. Why do we have to now have one be the best of all time? Because that's what we got to do. Oh. We're people. <laughs> we also asked Brian who he considered to be the greatest guitar player of all time. And his list did include uh, Eddie Van Halen, as well as... Uh, Nuno Betancourt, which I've heard his name what? before. He's he's from Extreme, <laughs> but uh, the band Extreme. But uh, I don't know. I don't, Play I mean, me I don't that know. riff. <laughs> <laughs> don't throw, yeah, like don't throw don't throw that name in if you know what I mean. <laughs> this is a uh, Nuno Betancourt. Hey, yeah, uh, not bad, not bad. He's playing with his penis, by the way. A lot of people don't know that. Here's what Brian Technically, I'm not in the first million guitarists in the world. I know that. Sweet. Not a Humble. chance. There's people I listen to every day who do things that I could never do. Nuno. I listen to Nuno Betancourt. Just, and I just smile because it's so beautiful and it's so way out of what I could ever do. It doesn't bother me because I don't feel in competition. I just love the guy and I love what he does. Same with Jeff Beck. Same with Ed Van Halen. We worked together and it was the most wonderful experience. My jaw dropped every time he touched the strings, you know. But it was just beautiful. So there are so many wonderful guitarists. Steve Vai is just colossal, beautiful. And of course, I still have my old heroes. Eric Clapton is still my hero. Jimi Hendrix is still my hero. Of course, it's always going to be that way. Jeff Beck, to me, is something so exceptional and outside anything you could have imagined. Seems like a decent man, uh, Brian May. You know what I mean? He's not all carried away with himself. And he is pretty great, let's be honest. But um, there you go. I mean, Brian May, he, 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 if you want, he, he did tell us his personal approach to guitar playing, his technique. Here you go. All I ever did really was play the way I feel and make the guitar my voice. I, I play like I would like to sing. I'm not the world's greatest singer. Um, <clears throat> not the world's greatest guitarist either, but thank you for saying so. But I can speak with the guitar. I can I can make it sing, and that's that's all I do. It just comes from inside. I, and um, yeah. 
I don't think any guitarist should feel like they have anything to prove. It's not a competition. You know, Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain is a great example. You know, there's not a lot of technical stuff there, you know, and he didn't work that hard at being technical, and yet he gives us a legacy of some of the greatest guitar music of all time. So it's there not about technique. It's about what you put into it, what you feel, and how that feeling gets across in your guitar playing. Glad we interviewed him. It seems like he's got a lot on his mind, Brian May. Or maybe Thank nobody's you. talked to him in a while. <laughs> he, <laughs> like he, needed, uh, he could get some things off his chest. Uh, oh, here's something embarrassing. I should know uh, Nuno because Nuno was in Perry Farrell's band when they performed Been Caught Stealing on the Howard oh, Stern you're Show. kidding. Yeah. Well, there you go. Both of us should be ashamed of ourselves. Shame on you, Robin, not me. <laughs> wow. So there you go, Nuno. Thank you, Nuno. My nickname was New Nick for many years. <laughs> yeah, but Hendrix was number one. To me. Never mind everyone else. And I think Jimmy Page, number two. And I love this part. Eddie Van Halen, number two or number three. I mean, that's pretty fucking great. Maybe number two. I don't know. Okay, let's give him number two. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's how I would play if I hadn't wasted all my time in high school. By the way, I'm going to give a shout out to Paul Stanley, who was recently on the show. Paul and Gene uh, from Kiss. I um, when I when I spoke with Paul, he told me I, I would like you to read my book, and I've been reading it, and it's so good. But Paul Stanley wrote the story of his life. And uh, I don't know, it's about uh, 400 pages. I mean, it's pretty intense and honest. I got to tell you, he put up with a lot of bullshit in his life. You're really rooting for him. Um, but it's a great book. And I'm trying to, th it's Paul Stanley. Look it up on Amazon. It's a good book if you want to. I love reading rock and roll books. I do. I'm not a big reader of books, but whenever there's a guy who writes something about what it's like to be a musician and the struggle to become one and beat the odds and become a great guitar player and singer and have a hit band i love it i love that story it doesn't get old for me by the way i saw baba buoy and rasan on uh, the wrap-up show interviewed uh, ahmed zappa talking about what it was like to be the son of frank zappa i enjoyed that that was kind of oh. good gary uh, uh ahmed's a good kid Dick, i'm friends with him he, he's a good dude i'm friends with him on uh, facebook Big vinyl. When? What's that? When, oh, are you, Wendy is, is she trying, trying to say, say his Willy name? Willy 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 
Paul Stanley. Wonka. Wonka. Sounds like she's saying Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Wonka. Paul Stanley's autobiography is titled Face the Music, A Life Exposed. Very good. But, uh, Gary, how did it come to be that uh, Ahmed Zappa was on? I didn't get to hear the whole thing, but it was good. He was out promoting uh, his, uh, he had a kid's book some years ago, and this is a follow-up. Um, so he was out promoting. He's a fan. He listens all the time. So he's perfect for wrap-up. And uh, he had great stories. He told a story. I mean, he just told, you know, it was a very unconventional household he grew up in, that's for sure. His parents were loose. I, yeah, saw, the, he, I saw the part of the interview when uh, he was talking about his parents just, they didn't even care about school. Like, they just created a school, named it a school, and I don't think they ever went to school those <laughs> No, kids, he, said, right? he said the second they the second they got certified, they graduated. They go, you are now graduated. Go out in the world. <laughs> wow. What a way to prepare you for life. <laughs> Is that right? Is that what he said? Because I, 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 he, he had the name of the school. He said his parents got the school. They got it certified. And as soon as it was certified, he was graduated. Jesus. Frank Zappa was out there, man. Another great guitar player, but I guess people don't think of him because his music was so avant-garde, but Frank Zappa was so out there. One of the best radio guests ever. I wish I could resurrect him from the dead and let him see what's going on in the world. Boy, would he uh. have something to say. He was such an original, this guy. And... um you know, I guess because I'm a heterosexual male, I don't know what women are attracted to. But to me, he was one of the best looking men I've ever seen. Him and Rob Zombie. Hmm. The two best looking guys I've ever seen. Now, I'm speaking for, as uh, from the point of view that I'm a heterosexual male. I like the way they look. I would like to look like that. I see. Yeah. I like how those guys look. But I'm sure women, I mean, I don't know what they thought. Of, what, did you think Frank Zappa was a good looking guy? I never. I mean, all I remember is hair. Like, there was hair all over his face. He had that big, um, he had like a Groucho <laughs> Marx mustache. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get back to Wendy saying uh, Gary Delabate. Go ahead, Wendy. You'll get it right eventually. I have faith. Here, here she goes. Go ahead, Wendy. Better. I think Fred fell asleep. Baba okay. Pooey Pooey. Oh. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Deli Fonte Bonte. There you go. Gary Delabate. Wonka. <laughs> really monkey Wonka. Are you like me? Have you been following? I bet you have been following this, Robin. What's this Gwyneth, Gwyneth Paltrow trial seems crazy yes. to me. I haven't seen a lot of it, but I do read about it. And I. it seems like. Yeah, and Gwyneth I see the little excerpts and, you know, the highlights, if you will. It seems that uh, Gwyneth Paltrow is um, being sued by a guy. She was on a ski slope, you know, she was skiing. And a guy, uh, a retired optometrist, either he hit her or she hit him. Right. They don't They don't know. Evidently, she the guy says said he, he skied into her. He says she skied into him. And the guy said at some point that he had a GoPro. He said, thank God for the GoPro because it proves his case or something. But uh, now no one can find the GoPro video. Of course. So I, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, uh, you know, but I, I mean, it seems crazy to me. Now, again, I don't I've never skied in my life. I don't know what that is. I grew up 
in a in a, in a shitty neighborhood with not a lot of advantages. And the, the idea of going skiing would never occur to my family. I mean, they were a bunch of klutzes. So it, it wasn't going to happen. But it seems to me, even though I've never been on a ski situation, that you, it's not like a car where there are rules of the road. Like, like I, if someone skis into me, well, shame on me. I don't know. I mean, is it like a car where you can say, well, you hit into me and I'm going to sue you? Well, he's I, claiming that she was reckless because she was skiing downhill, but looking uphill to see her children. So he considers that a reckless way of skiing, and therefore she should never have hit him, and he wouldn't have been injured. Gary, what do you make of this case? Because I know you're following it. Well, I mean, I, I used to ski quite a bit, and um, you're right. There's accidents all the time. Right. But usually, if one person is being reckless, and it's usually a person coming down fast from behind that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, and they hit someone. So, again, I, I don't know who hit who, but to me, okay, he originally wanted $3 million, and the judge said you can't sue for hit and run. This isn't, this isn't a hit and run. So then it right. got reduced to three hundred grand. So for me, not even knowing anything, why would Gwyneth Paltrow want to just, just pay the guy three hundred grand? She has to I'll go to you Utah. Why. She, no, but I'm saying she has to go to Utah. She has to be on TV. She has to embarrass herself. And it's going to cost her three times that to defend it. Well, number one, uh, first of all, it's the greatest career move I've ever seen. I hadn't been thinking about Gwyneth Paltrow. Now she's back on TV on a, on, and everyone's enjoying watching her case, number one. Number two. She saw what it did for Johnny Depp. She said, I'll right. take a, a little got jealous. case. <laughs> but, but also I think it's um, it's a case where. You know, it, it it probably, if in fact she's telling the truth that he hit into her, and so I read something where the someone's claiming that the guy said, hey, now I'm going to be famous. And uh, and someone said his kids, te- tell me if this is true, that his kids testified that he's kind of jerky. I mean, when do your kids <laughs> do that? Something, is that true? I don't even know. I, I didn't see that part. I okay, maybe that. I'm wrong. All right, maybe I'm wrong. But and then. I don't know what's going on, but I think she probably said to herself, I don't want to be a victim, you know. Gwyneth took the stand. Maybe this was a last straw kind of thing, you know, because people in her position are targets all the time for different things. And she just finally decided, I'm going to stand up to this one because this is utterly ridiculous. The whole thing seems kind of um, absurd. You know, this seems to me to be an accident that happens when people ski. And uh, if anything, you know, buyer beware. You want all the time to watch her the way he described in court. He could have gotten out of her way. Howard, Greg (laughs) says Greg says he's a lawyer uh, in Florida and he wants to comment. Go ahead, Greg. I'm interested. Okay. Hey now, Howard. Good morning. Um, Morning. Good morning. Yeah, I mean. You assume the risk when you go skiing. These two are on the, like, bunny hill. People crash into each other all the time. Uh, unless somebody was, like, really extreme, you know, hammered, drunk, right. creating a hassle, there is no lawsuit. This guy apparently maybe needs, uh, he shouldn't need money. He's a retired surgeon. I mean, I don't know why you would sue. Maybe he's looking for attention or he's just angry. But this is absurd that this poor woman, Gwyneth Paltrow, he's- is dragged through this shit. Is he is he an optometrist or an ophthalmologist? Because there's a big difference. 
Because I read optometrist, uh, but uh, I think he's an if he's a surgeon, then he's an ophthalmologist. Well, he's skiing in Deer Valley, so he's got some money because it's not cheap to ski in that resort. It's a beautiful resort, and they're on the bunny hill, so they're going like they're right. not even moving. And when people get off the lift, that's the hardest part for skiing. If you get off the lift, you're good to go, and they probably hung up getting off the lift. You got to move when you get off the lift because there's people behind you, and that's all. They crash and. If the guy has a head injury from going that slow, he needs to sue the helmet company, not Gwyneth Paltrow, because you wouldn't get an injury from that. Right. Just By the way, he's not a surgeon. He's an optometrist. Optometrist. Just so you know. Okay. Oh. Optometrist. <laughs> he's not an MD. <laughs> Either way, he's looking for retirement money or something, because this is the most absurd. As a skier, I was so offended reading this. And then as a lawyer, I'm like, who the hell's taking this case? But he's probably paying someone a good a good fee. To, well, the uh, lawyer—I uh, mean, the lawyer spent a lot of time on some weird stuff, almost like she was trying to make friends with Gwyneth Paltrow. People were—I I thought it was a weird form of questioning. Um, I'll, here, I'll play some of it for you. Oh, this guy's a ski coach; he can comment. All right, Jason, go ahead. Okay. What do you say? Hey, Howard, uh, long time, first time. Um, so there are rules on the on the ski hill. The person who's coming down the hill, the person that. Who's, who's up on the hill coming down towards other skiers, that person has a responsibility to make sure that they're looking ahead at people who they are approaching. So whoever was on the lower part of the, of the hill or the lower part of the ski run, that's the person who is innocent in, in this situation. The person coming down is the person who's responsible to make sure that they don't hit someone. So, so who was coming, coming down? Was she her, coming down? She claimed oh, no. that he was, that he was right. coming towards her. Howard, I, I just yes, gonna say. Yes, I mean, it, she uh, actually literally says he skied into me. He, she doesn't say he was standing still. She says he skied into her. But I have to say, you know, I, I, be, this being on the bunny hill, it's like it's not impossible, but it's really hard to pick up a lot of speed. The bunny hill's not very big. Um, I don't know how it is there, but um, yeah, if he was, if he was behind her, totally his responsibility to look and see what's going on. Yeah, All Gary's right. right. Uh, on a bunny hill, on a small hill, you, you're not picking up enough speed. E even on beginner hills, the, the amount of speed you're going to pick up is is not very much. Uh, I wonder, why, I wonder if the like, case is so absurd, why the judge didn't just throw it out. Do you think uh, maybe they like the idea of this? I've, I've been involved in this kind of thing where the judge you see, uh, you know, is very, very enamored with the idea of a celebrity trial or something and the idea of being on TV. You don't know. I don't know. To, I don't know who the judge is. I don't know who this judge is. I don't know anything about that. Well, she must have thought the case had some merit. That's all I can tell you. That's all I can tell you. Excuse me for one minute. It's Andrew Dice Clay wants to comment on the trial. Go ahead, uh, Dice. Hey, good morning, everybody. How's everybody doing? Hey, Dice. Well, good to see you, pal. And I want to know, why is this Gwyneth Paltrow broad? Why is she on the ski slope at all when she should be in the lodge sucking dick? Oh! Wow, Dice, you are what? as edgy as a, you are as edgy as ever. You know, nothing stops you with this. Uh, I'll tell you what, Howard, that's right. Yeah. The only white powder I mess with is the kind you snort off a whore's Oh, <laughs> you know, guys. I mean, you know what I'd say to that Gwyneth? I say, Gwyneth, get over here, broad. Get over here. Let me give you this fucking goop. Wow! Wow! You know, from oh, my you think brick. That, 
Yeah, I get it. We catch on. No, sweet talker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny? Her company is called Goop. Now I'm starting to think. Oh yeah, man! Yeah. I'll come never... on, come on, stay with the dice man. Jesus. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll tell you yeah. what, Howard. You know what? I'd smash your pussy like I was Sonny fucking Bono. Ow! <laughs> Another genius on the slopes. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know, there are a lot of people, Dice. You're absolutely right. Who ski into trees and they, yes. I tell you, this yeah, ski, the fucking moron, stay in the lodge, get your prick sucked. You know, I tell you, you know what? I'll tell you what. If I went to one of these ski resorts, you wouldn't see me moving around on the snow. I'd be sitting in the ski lodge drinking hot chocolate. Absolutely. Fuck yeah! You know what? They'll blow me on the slopes, right? And see if your tongue freezes to my prick. Yeah, it'll be funny. <laughs> you know, Dice, you have an interesting way of looking at these trials and life. I mean, no one is a philosopher like you. Yeah, I'm you. kind of one-dimensional, but you know, you know, you want white stuff, Gwyneth? Check it out of my cock. Here's another thing. I got a chairlift for you, honey. Sit right here on my apple-headed prick. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> Thank you, Dice. All right, there he is, Dice. Everyone loves Dice. Well, Howard, who, I don't or know. Or whoever that was. Yeah. Yes, but yes. I don't know who all these people are who say you can't pick up much. Uh, <laughs> maybe I wasn't on a bunny hill because I, I came down a ski slope rather recklessly in my early 20s. And... Mm. Eventually got to the point where I was going to encounter people and I had no control of the skis. And I eventually diverted myself to skiing across the mountain instead of straight down the mountain and then was headed towards some trees. And that's when I had to sit down because I didn't know how else to stop myself. And I wound up, you know, falling and the skis were stuck in the snow behind my head and I was rolling wish into I, a little ball. Wish I had the GoPro <laughs> for that. Yes, Gary. There, there are a couple more things in this trial that I just found so odd. First of all, the the lawyer for the guy was explaining like how his life has changed. And one of the things was he can't enjoy his wine club anymore. And I thought that was like right. a terrible example. Maybe you know, he can't play with his grandkids. And then the yeah. other thing is it says he's not gregarious anymore. And I was like, well, how do you measure that? Well, you know, uh, pooey, they have a pooey, pooey, they have a, a gregarious meter, I believe, and uh, they they doctors measure you with have that. that now. They can yeah, yes. they can measure that. <laughs> they, it's called a gregarian, and uh, they know. Well, hey, listen. So anyway, you know what? The one thing though, I did notice, and it was really uh, very. I said, "Oh, I guess the lawyers always tell people like Gwyneth Paltrow and Amber Heard don't wear any makeup." Right. When you're That's going right. to court. You have to do that so the jury sees that you're not so hot. They don't they don't <laughs> rule for hot people. Because I was like, whoa, Gwyneth's not wearing an, a, an ounce of makeup. I know when I'm on trial, the jury immediately rules in my favor. They're this poor bastard. Look at him. I mean, uh, <laughs> he, of just like got us. skied into. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He, he had a horrible skiing accident. I go, no, no, no. This is a different case. <laughs> Anyway, the plaintiff, the, the one comment I wanted to make, the plaintiff's lawyer was being so chummy with Gwyneth Paltrow. At first, when I saw it, I thought she was Gwyneth's lawyer. You know how. Lawyer, right. Yeah, I, but I didn't realize she was the opposing lawyer. Here's an example. And I'm assuming, and you're under oath here, that you're a good tipper. Yes. Okay, fantastic. I wouldn't expect anything less. 
I'm a mom, right? I've got a couple kids, um, actually about your age, one of them, not your age, your, your daughter's age, sorry, I'm not that old. Um, may I ask how tall you are? I'm just under 5'10". Okay, I am so jealous. I think I'm shrinking though. You and me both. I have to wear four inch heels just to make it to 5'5". Five five, well, so. They're very nice. Well, thank you. Now that Mr. Sanderson is here, just for comparison's sake, I'm in my heels. We're about the same height, about 5'5", five five with heels. It's roughly. Oh, tell me I'm taller, please. <laughs> okay. You were wearing goggles, a helmet. Yes. Okay, kind of looked like everybody else on the slope. That's always my intention. Okay. Probably had a better ski outfit, though, I bet. I still have the same one. <laughs> I was yelling at him. Pretty loud. Pretty I was, forceful. I was pretty upset. Right? You're yeah. small but mighty. Actually, you're not that small. What's going on there? She sounds, sounds like, like she's trying to get a date. Sounds like a lesbian seduction video. Yes. Then they, they went into some kind of conversation about Taylor Swift. And I, I guess she's trying to prove that Gwyneth is somehow a liar because she was getting very into the weeds with this like, questioning about, are you good friends with Taylor Swift? And she goes, I mean, not really. I know her, but. Uh, she goes, uh, well, you did say, you hear this. It's like she's trying okay. to, but it, but it comes Trap off like, what? somehow, yeah. Well, yeah, like, what the fuck are we $1 doing? $1 in symbolic damages. Is that accurate? It's an actual dollar that I'm asking for. Okay, but you also have testified when I asked you questions in your deposition yes. that that $1 is symbolic. Do you remember me asking you It's about symbolic that? because the damages would actually be more. Okay. And I asked you as well, well, you learned about that through Taylor Swift because she asked for $1 in symbolic damages, right? And I think I said at that point I had not been familiar with it, but I since am. Now you are. Yes. But at the time, a couple years ago in 2020, you didn't know anything about Taylor Swift's $1 symbolic damage lawsuit? Just relevance, Your Honor. Counsel? Yeah, because I asked her about it at the time, and, and she denied it. Can you answer the question? I was not aware at the time. Okay. Are you good I... friends with Taylor Swift? No. Overruled? You're not good friends with Taylor Swift. I would not say we're good friends. We are friendly. I take my kids. I've taken my kids to one of her concerts before, but we don't talk very often. You've never given Miss Swift personal, um, intimate gifts for Christmas? Uh, Your Honor. Uh, relevance, or I would like to relevance. bench trial. Well, or? she's just said that she wasn't friends with her, so I'm inquiring on that. Ask her about Oprah. I mean, Mr. Owens, uh, sustain. Please move on. Yeah, I mean, where are we going with this? Oh, so here's the thing with the kids. The dude suing Gwyneth Paltrow, his daughter testified he became an angry person because of the crash. Not that he was angry beforehand, uh. but that he, he's now a different guy. So I don't know. I mean, I don't well, know. How all the bad details. was this collision? I mean, does he have like uh, some kind of really severe head injury? I don't know. How should I know, Connie? <laughs> you know, when uh, when a person. A person's personality changes uh, after an accident. That's a big deal. 
That meant, this other... you know, that was a real bad accident. Here's a clip that fascinates me. So the dude's got a couple of lawyers. And um, one of the lawyers seems to be battling a cold and was coughing and wiping his nose through the whole trial. Oh, Here's, yeah. Here's just one segment of the trial where he's coughing the entire time. The clip is edited for time, but this is not a montage. This is like one coughing session. So uh, here you go. I would be freaking out. If I was a judge, I'd just throw him right out of the courtroom for all the calls. Uh, one is uh, oral presentation, advanced fMRI for the clinician, Baylor University. You know, these are 2015, 2016. Um, I'll let him uh, get into it uh, to lay the foundation. Just I want to make sure that the court is not misled to think that we're hiding something or something's coming in at the last moment. This was disclosed at his deposition, which... I'd be like, stay home. You know, out. Right, out of my courtroom. Where's his uh, mask? Two, what is he doing? Yeah, a year and a half. And it's nothing new. Now, August uh. 4th of 2021, plus they have the... Uh, depth, the uh, so it's almost two years that they've had this. <laughs> the second day of trial, they object. What do you want, Ralph? Hey, now. Hey, so I've been watching this. First of all, it wasn't like a big crash. She's very detailed. I totally believe her. She was going slow, and all of a sudden this guy came up. His skis came in between her skis, and he, like, fell on top of her. Mm. And she was like, what the fuck? And... You know, if you listen to her entire testimony, she's so exact. I mean, she's obviously, you know, and this guy's kid, one of his kids won't even testify because she hates him so much. So it's like, well, that's conjecture on your part. Well, okay, but that, yeah. But um, the greatest thing is they had a camera on her. and Her defense attorney <laughs> insisted they remove it. It was it was like an ISO cam, you know. I was like, yeah, oh. well, people are fascinated by Gwyneth Paltrow. She's one of yeah. those people, you know. You just Got to keep watching her. And that other guy said, and, and you're right, you go to Ski Hill, like shit happens. Like this guy says there's rules. They're rules, but they're not laws. You can't prosecute right. somebody for that, you know? Yeah, it's weird to me that the, the uh, judge kept the trial going and, you know, didn't just dismiss it. But I don't know. It, hey, it's entertainment, I guess, but it, it does feel weird. All right, Ralphie and, boy. And, and wait, there's another thing you got to see. This woman who's, uh, uh, you know, uh, questioning her, she's got this terrible suit on. She's got, like, bad hair. It's like she looks like <laughs> David Byrne. You know how he wore giant suits? Yeah. I, I, I got to check her out. All right. Yeah, she, cool. she's a mess. It's great. It's so great. It's you Ralphie boy. The kids, I meant to call you. the kids are on the stand today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Apple and what's the other one's name? Uh, uh, Orange. <laughs> Apple and Orange will be on there today. <laughs> oh, God, what a nightmare. Uh, it's, it's, so it's, it's from 2016. That's like 20 years ago. These people are supposed to remember shit. <laughs> Just stop wasting the court's time. Thank you. Meanwhile, Ralph has been watching the entire trial, and that's a lot of hours. And it just infuriates no. me how much free time he has. No, but no, no. I was supposed I watched- to. First of all, I was supposed to call like, him this weekend, but I, 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 I got so busy. I'm like, well, Ralph's probably busy uh, analyzing the trial. So, uh, so great. She's <laughs> He's <talk> transcribing. <laughs> yeah, he was, I, I was. Uh, I'll need a transcription, please. <laughs> I love trials. And put a celebrity in there. Oh, my God. It's the greatest. Hey, there you go, Ralphie. Uh, how long were you without power? No, actually... Really, it was weird. It was like just a glitch, like 25 minutes. But that was enough to throw off the whole house. 
And then you well, got to yeah, reset. Because everything stays off and then it has yeah. to be reset. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know why, but like the TVs were not working. The, the air conditioning wasn't working. The, you name it, everything all of a sudden just went kablooey. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I got, and the thing is, when I bought my house, I put in a brand new generator because everyone said to me, you'll be thanking us because when that power goes out and fucks your whole house up, I go, okay, I'm going to take the hit. I'm going to fucking buy the big generator, power which the whole house. Which wasn't cheap, I'm sure. No, it was a fortune, but it, oh, it's going to pay for itself. And then, of course, this happens. And <laughs> what time does, you it doesn't click on. And, I, and I'm like, of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. How, how do it know? Robin, it, it's it some battery or some fuse that burned out and not didn't get changed. And then yeah, I get that's upset. Usually, what happens? Yeah. And then I get upset, and everyone goes, "Well, you know, there should be some sort of battery backup on this." And then I go, "Well, all right." So somebody, <laughs> somebody, do. I'm not going to do that. I don't know anything about that. You, you know? know, I I, I got to say, what you know, you've had these type of problems before, and it just seems every time you're hot, you. Not you, but people get this hot, really high end shit. It never works. Never works. <laughs> never works. I'm like, like, I'm like AI. I don't give a fuck about AI. Make a generator that clicks on when the power goes out. That's its whole job. Never mind AI. I don't need and AI. And you're not cheap. You probably, you know, you get the best oh. TV systems, the best generator. Well, the guy, the guy sat down with me and said, "Look, you could cheap out, get this generator, blah blah blah. But if you yeah. get this motherfucker." This big generator, and I'm telling you, it's the Mac Daddy. You'll never, you'll, you're, you'll be laughing at your neighbors. They'll be, their power will be. A, my neighbors were like, just fine. All their generators kicked in. You, you know what? Forget Gwyneth. You should take this guy to court for the generator. <laughs> eh, what are you gonna do? I don't take anyone to court. All right, Ralph. Goodbye. Don't upset me. Then you Speaking won't have anyone to come fix it. I'm trying in the worst way to get, integrate myself back into the world. You know. With this uh -huh. COVID, you know, I'm the last one, you and me, fighting this battle. But uh, this weekend, we had some people over, but they, they rapid tested before they came over. So, right, you know, that was cool. But um, I, I went over to my neighbor's house and um, there were like three or four people there. And my wife said to me, maybe we should do this as a test run. Let's not wear our masks. And oh. I went, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous. They weren't tested know. or you didn't know I don't anything know. Well, about. Well, when we walked over, I was just over there for about 20 minutes uh -huh. to say hello. But um, like I walked in and I said, all right, let me try this. I said, I said to one of the guys there, I said, well, you look like you have COVID. That's my subtle way of, that's exactly what I say. I said, you look sick. He goes, nope, haven't had COVID yet. I'm not sick, blah, blah, blah. I'm as careful as you are. Okay, maybe I won't wear the mask. And then I saw the uh, my neighbors and I go, uh, you guys uh, had COVID yet? Uh, well, what's going on over there? <laughs> nope, we haven't had it. I go, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe you're sick. They go, no, listen, we're not sick, but you want to wear your mask? Go ahead. So I, I said, all right. Well, I tried it. I, I didn't wear the mask because I said, this is ridiculous. I got to, I got to, you know, it's not like we were on top of and each you were other. outside. No, we were, were outside, outside and then we went in and then we went inside for about 20 minutes. Oh, so, yeah. well, there's a brave man because your first time you were maskless inside. Yeah. Yeah. 
Were there open doors or windows or no in that? I stuck my head out the window. Uh, (laughs) You know, I I always was germ phobic my whole life, as you know. I've had a lot of issues with germs and being nervous. But, I mean, I conducted my life anyway. I never really thought. I consider myself a a healthy person. And uh, listen, if I got sick, I got sick. Well, after COVID, all of a sudden it has kicked into a new level. And I am, I don't know, I'm crazy. You know, I, I don't want to get, I know, I guess in my mind, I think I could survive it for sure. You know, I'm, I'm vaccinated 700 times. I'm, um, you know, I mean, the, 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 a lot of people are getting it and they're not going to the hospital, but I don't know. I, I've got and this thing. And they have thing. the Paxlovid now. It's and they got Paxlovid. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. So, look, I'm trying, trying to, trying to get. But my again, shit you can be outside. You, I don't know why you're going inside. Well, also, they were showing us their house, so we were, you know, we were like looking at something in the house because I see. They had some work done. They were showing us, and I was like, nah, let me see. Did me you try. go in with the others, or did you go in by yourself? No, I, I felt like I was walking on the moon with my uh, <laughs> fellow astronauts. <laughs> and, like, they're the loveliest people, and I was like, you know. But, you know, they look pretty healthy, so I took a chance. First time I've ever done that in uh, how many years is this uh, pandemic? This is since 2020. Okay. What year is this, 2023? Yeah. All right. So let me do some uh, math. That's 23 years we've been in this pandemic, Robin. <laughs> it's a full three because it's we've a full been three. into lockdown in March of 2020. And it's March of 2023. It's a weird thing. It's a weird discussion because everyone says to me, don't you miss people? And aren't you guys sick of just being around each other? And I go, No. Well, you're answering. What does Beth say? <laughs> Beth, I think, is a little stir crazy. <laughs> so anyway, I did it. I hope I... Uh... Well, you're fine. It was what day? I mean, it was several days ago, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it was yesterday. <laughs> was actually. it yesterday? Yeah. Yesterday Have you afternoon. read up on how long it takes the symptoms to show up? <laughs> No, because I'll get them. I already have all the symptoms. Uh, well, anyway, if I die, just know. Um, I thought my neighbor's kitchen was beautiful. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, everybody. I called my mom this uh, weekend. I, holy mackerel. <laughs> she gets me nuts. I was going to say, uh, was it a good time? <laughs> oh, no. No. She was What's on going fire. On? What's yeah. going on? What's going on? I don't know if I want to repeat it. You know, she's just like, uh, I go, Mom, how are you? Listen, I'm in a lot of pain. I go, Mom, I, I thought we, you know, with the morphine, we got that under control. Did you talk to the, the nurses? <laughs> That's how I talked to her. Did you talk yeah. to the nurses? Yeah, you talked to her like she's a baby. Uh, I talk, yeah, right. I talked to them, but uh, she goes, listen, I don't like to complain. I go, yes, you do. It's your hobby. <laughs> At this point, it used to be jigsaw puzzles. Now it's complaining. Uh, listen, 
They they have such trouble here for what you pay with the hot water. What's going There's on There's trouble now? with the hot water? Every lesson, it's tragic what goes on here. What's going on, Mom? I don't know about this. Because I don't like to complain, but who do I have to complain to beside you? To trouble you. And I'm like, no, 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 Mom, I'll take care of it. You tell me what's going on. They, uh, I go to use hot water, and I need the hot water for my shower and to clean myself. Yes. And a lot of times they turned off the water. I go, well, I'm telling you, Mom, that doesn't make sense. How often is it happening? I don't know. I don't know how often it happens. You have to ask the aide when it happens. You don't remember when it happens? No. Well, then it can't be happening that much. She just remembers to complain about it. (laughs) 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 Well, I looked into it. I found out about, like, the last two weeks, one time each week, they went to use the hot water. And for two hours or so, the hot water is off in the building. Was there an announcement in the building that they're going to There was no announcement, Robin. Oh, that's terrible. It's time suffering. It's like living in Syria. (laughs) When she tells me she's suffering, I get fucking crazy. It's a tragedy. I go, oh, my God. So I'm calling the the manager and this. I'm trying to find. She They put a Band-Aid on it instead of fixing the problem. I mean, there's floods here. There's hot water. Oh, boy. I'm like, oh, boy. All right. And believe me, it's a gorgeous place. The place is lovely. Is she back in her regular apartment or is she still in there? Yes. We finally got in. Thank God that was. I, I suffered so. I mean, at least Anne Frank could take a bath. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was my fucking. So I've been working on that whole situation trying to. I mean, what am I going to do? Things. I said, Mom, listen, I I live in an apartment building in Manhattan. A lot of times they got to turn off the water. You know, sometimes they got to check things. Yeah. Flush things. I don't, I understand once in a while, but for God's sake, and how is my Beth, my beautiful Beth, how is she? I thank God for Beth. Beth's great, Mom. Everything's good. Oh, I wish you would tell her how I love her so. (laughs) And everyone loves the pajamas that she got me and they say Ray where did you get these pajamas and I say my daughter-in-law and they say daughter-in-law they can't believe it Ah, (laughs) because you know Deb Mothers with the daughter-in-laws, it's not good. But Beth is so wonderful. She is such an angel. And I don't know what I did 
I didn't do anything for her, and she dies for me. Mom, I know she loves you. I love her. Did you tell her I love her? I told her. I told her. <laughs> My mother doesn't know Beth's sitting there listening. She just keeps right. quiet. Yeah, yeah, right. Beth's okay. She's doing all right. Yeah, she's doing fine. And and I pay all your bills, not Beth. Just compliment me. Enough with Beth. You're wonderful. You're wonderful, son. I couldn't be prouder. And who else shall I have? <laughs> yeah. But uh, she loves my brother-in-law. She loves my sister. She loves anyone who's on her team. She loves my, my you know. Loves my kids because you know anybody. She says she calls them team. You know her team. Ah, uh, because it does take a village, for sure. Anyway, so uh, what was I telling you? Yeah, I was. Uh, so uh, we have uh, two cats that are so lovely that live with us, and Beth said they need to go. They need, you know, they they. We're very attached to them. Pugsley they need to Wednesday. go to a forever home. They're not. Yeah, because yeah. because if they stay any longer, we're good. we're so attached to these two brother and it's a brother and sister, and they're so lovely. Uh -huh. So Beth says to me, "Turn on the camera. We'll go live on Instagram." Yesterday, they have Instagram live. You can broadcast yes. to people. You know, it's right. pretty remarkable. I mean, it's crazy. You could sit in your house with a camera, your iPhone, and broadcast to people it's just nuts that's been going on for a while Howard. no i know i know i've done i don't <laughs> like doing instagram live because if you'd say one fucking stupid thing or you just uh, you know or accidentally you know the uh, titty pops out or what i mean you don't know what could happen so i said to beth I, but i wanted to get laid so i i do whatever she says you want to go live <laughs> on instagram <laughs> so we went live with pugsley and wednesday talked about how great they are and they are great whoever gets them is lucky but uh they're so chilled you know what i mean like you know some cats mm -hmm. you can just sit there and you know, they, they just they just stay with you and they're just friendly and they're just good that's why i like getting older cats you know what their personality is yeah anyway and then beth said let's do as long as we have people watching us on instagram let let me do a rabbit uh discussion because people get rabbits around easter and they they, they get them for their kids and they don't realize how expensive they are, what it costs to spay and neuter them. You have to get a special vet. I mean, it is upkeep. Is uh, It's not like, oh, gee, we have a cute little rabbit. And what they do is they take them and then they think, well, oh, let's get rid of them. They dump them on the side of the road. That's how we ended uh, up with our rabbit. Uh, and they, th these rabbits are domesticated. They, they die in a day. They don't know how to forage and do for no, themselves. No, no, no. They just sit there and they're waiting for someone to feed them. They don't understand what's going on. And they're so cute. So we, we did a whole Instagram live for like a half hour. Thank God, you know, Beth's titty didn't pop out. <laughs> but afterwards, Beth is so in love with me. She's like, you know, thank you for doing that. She's so appreciative that I'm the cameraman and involved. And I was going to say, hey, let's uh, let's go to the fantasy suite, you know. <laughs> but I got tired after the uh, after a full day. Yeah, yeah. I never, I never, I never asked her for sexual favors. Oh my! So I'm sitting here pretty horny, <laughs> looking you over. Uh, well, I 
hope that slows you down. <laughs> no. Come on. You look lovely. You are in good shape. You know you are. You're a tease over there. A man can handle working with you beside me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I don't know, Robin. I, I'm pretty backed up right now. Have you put in a request for today? Maybe I will. No, one of best friends is coming over, so I don't think she's going to have time for me. Oh. Yeah. Is it and I would jerk off. for you to take care of yourself? No, because I know that when Beth's ready, if I jerk off... That I'm not going to be able to complete. I I need a day to recover. Oh, so it could happen later today. I don't think so. Not with the friend here. I know. Friend yeah. staying all day. Yeah. Well, you know. Then and then the day comes, and then the night comes, and you know, I'm fucking exhausted anyway. I stayed up <laughs> with American Idol last night. I I love hate that show. <sighs> I told you I hate the shtick. I hate when the, the three of them have to like do goofy bits and things, and I don't like the way Lionel Richie has to do whatever Katy Perry does. It's it, it just the whole thing drives me crazy. But I watch. I love the show. You got to see this. I'm watching American Idol last night. By the way, Katy Perry looks great. I wonder if she took Ozempic. Because she's super thin. I know you keep saying that, uh, but mm. she was always in good shape, and she's a dancer. And yeah, I guess. All I that know. stuff. I don't know that she needs Ozempic or whatever it's called. Whenever I see someone in Hollywood thin now, I know they took Ozempic. <laughs> I, get, I get crazy. I go, they took Ozempic. And they're going to gain that weight back if they took Ozempic. I get upset. I don't like when people... Well, I'm still trying to, you know, figure out what happens when you stop. I'll tell you what happens. You, you go to you go to McDonald's and eat five McRib sandwiches. <laughs> You're so hungry. That's what I think. <laughs> anyway, I um, I think I think I saw uh, the, the 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 governor said that in in L A. and in California they're putting Ozempic in the water now in L A. That everyone has to be on <laughs> mandatory. There Where you was go. We're I? We're gonna fix this uh, problem with overweight in no time we'll put it in the water so i'm watching uh this uh, american idol and all of a sudden in walks a guy looks just like dave stewart from the eurythmics we've had dave uh -huh. on the show many years ago yeah and then the guy goes yeah Lionel Richie goes, I know you. We got inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame together. You you were the original. It's Dave Stewart. He brought his daughter in. I thought, what's Dave Stewart doing? He's oh. on American Idol. So he's he played the guitar. He's to get back into show business? No. no. I mean, hey, he's one of the greats. And they and uh, he was playing guitar for his daughter. His daughter's like a uh -huh. songwriter, singer. She uh -huh. got through to Hollywood Week. and uh, Was she good? Then, yeah, she was good. She was good. Good singer. Listen, you know as well as I do. It's not so much if you're a good singer. You got to have songs. You got to be a songwriter. You know, they, you know. It's, not for it's, that show. They don't want original songs. The audience does not vote for original songs. Well, well you're right. But what I'm saying is if you want a career in music, you got to have original songs that people love. You know this. And, and, uh, uh I, not since I think Carrie Underwood, maybe Adam Lambert, cause he's with Queen now. But who knows? I watch the show every year. I don't remember any of them. They bring them back, and I'm like, I don't remember that guy. 
They haven't had a big star like Kelly Clarkson or Carrie Underwood or Adam Lambert in a long time. But in any or case, Jennifer I just enjoy Hudson. it. Come on. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying. You know, who the fuck remembers any of them? So, uh, but I loved the show. I, I, I was up till 10 o'clock. Beth was sleeping. I, I had to monitor who is, what was going on. I saw Dave Stewart and I was like, oh shit. I feel guilty because Dave Stewart was on our show years ago. And people have given me like a gift now and then, you know, for coming on the show. But Dave Stewart gave me the greatest gift ever. Really? Yeah. I don't normally accept a gift, but he gave me, a, he took a Polaroid of Mick Jagger in a bathtub. And he blew it up to the size of this wall. Uh-huh. Imagine a Polaroid blown up and he put it in a frame and he gave it to me. And it's one of my favorite things. I have it hanging in my um, in my house. Uh-huh. And I look at it every day. I love it so much. And, you know, I was thinking, I think I sent him a note to thank him. Oh, you're really pretty good about notes. But I don't remember. It was so long ago. So I'm going to try and get in touch with him at some point and just tell him how much I enjoy that. Because I was watching him like, poor guy, you know. And it must be really hard to have your daughter audition for people when you're Dave Stewart. And you're like, Dave Stewart knows something. I can't believe he showed up to play guitar. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a not good thing. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I kind of like enjoyed seeing him anyway. And I, hold on a second, Robin. I'm sorry. Oh, it's Andrew Dice Clay. What's up, Dice? What the fuck is going on here? What are you too <laughs> tired the fuck? Get upstairs. Yeah. Right now and destroy that fucking pussy. Be a man for God's sakes. What's no, going listen, on? With you? I love I love having sex with my wife, but sometimes you know, uh, you know, uh, I, you know, I jerk off sometimes, dice, and then uh, I gotta wait a day because I gotta build up uh, a load. You know, I'm older now. Come on already! You can't wait for that fucking broad. Jerk that thing at yourself or your nuts are going to explode. Repaint the fucking walls with it, you know? I know, I know. When I get horny, I don't know what to do with myself. And then I go, should I watch porn or should I bother my wife for sex? It's very, very difficult to figure it all out. I, really, I don't it's care really... where you are. You should be banging your fucking wife. But me, you know, I'll jerk off every 45 minutes and I'm the healthiest <laughs> motherfucker in the world. I'll tell you, Howard, my prostate's got a fuck six pack oh <laughs> let me ask you something dice you say you jerk off every 45 minutes but realistically you're getting older too you 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 you, you, you can't just come on a command like that what come are you on. talking about why do you think i go oh it's because i'm coming every time oh <laughs> ah, well I got listen. the balls of a tree i got the fucking balls of a fucking 17 year old with a fucking penthouse magazine i'm blowing loads like all over the fucking place this place is a gooey mess what are you talking about you know i always said you were a real man i am just absolutely not i tell you i'm busy calibrating when i should jerk off when i should have sex with my wife when I should, you're when I should, when I should. Thinking it. You're overthinking it. How I'm neurotic. Would... I'm neurotic, Dice. That's the problem. I'm neurotic. Well, put a fucking COVID mask on it and wail away. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dice. Thank you. Uh, any other words of wisdom? Yeah, you know what, Howard? Your cock 
what it needs to do with some calisthenics. It's got no stamina, you know? I can <laughs> snore and drop loads, loads at the same time. Listen, you know? I, I don't take any kind of enhancement. I still get a full boner, a good hard on. I'm telling you, it's not that big, but it's hard. Listen, you drop your pants. You and me, we're going to do this together. Come on. Come All right. On. We'll okay. rub one out together. Let's I'll go. do it Come right on. now. I'm not afraid of you. Sure, my pants are off. What do I do? Let's go. You think you you start with the bulls, right? Yeah. What yeah, do you, you do? You jiggle them a little bit. You get All right, your I'm doing nice that. and hot. Then you Here's run my upstairs problem. and you stick it in your wife's yapper. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. That's terrible. Thank you, Dice. Here he is. Dice or whoever that was. I'm not sure. <laughs> gotta say that. Sometimes when the impression's so good, you gotta let people you know. You gotta make sure people know yeah. that wasn't necessarily Dice Clay. That's right. Marianne from Brooklyn, you're on the air. Go ahead. Good Howard morning. I love you, Howard. I good Howard you morning. And... Thank you. Yeah, I like good that. Good Howard morning. You know me. Oh. All I need is Howard in my life. Every morning is a Howard morning. That's absolutely true. I don't know if you know this about me, Howard. I'm like into the radio really 24-7. I don't really watch much TV. I keep my Howard 100 and Howard 100 and one on the loop. And I also loved uh, Frank, uh, Ahmed Zappi. He was amazing on the wrap-up show. But anyway, I watched you and Beth on Instagram yesterday, and I was commenting, and you were amazing. And, uh, you know, the... It wasn't amazing. My wife, my wife was giving out rabbit information, which I thought was yes. valuable because... As I said, these people get rabbits around Easter, and then they don't realize how much work they are, and then they just stick them outside and let them die. The Awful. information was fabulous, Howard. Let's see if people, though, you know, take the advice. Even with the baby chicks, my dad got us those baby chicks going back when we were little, and, of terrible. course, they died. It was terrible. But how can I ask you another question? All right, go ahead. Did you watch Daisy Jones and the Six, the whole entire thing? I I didn't start it yet. It's the next show my wife and I are going to watch because it stars about bang o'clock. It stars Riley Keough, who is Elvis's granddaughter, who I think is exceptionally hot. And I've seen her nude in the boyfriend experience. Boy, is she hot. I mean, Robin, I have to watch whatever Riley Keough's in because Uh, she's hot. You're a fan. You're a fan. I haven't watched it yet. Well, Daisy Jones and the Six is based, they say, on the life of Joni Mitchell. Uh, in other words, it's about a girl trying to become a rock star, you know? So uh, that's interesting to me. And is she nude in that at all, Marianne? Uh, no, no nude. You uh, see her, you know, banging a little bit. But her whole, what she's wearing is so sexy and her singing and the whole dynamics with the band and the ending. I don't know oh why they don't write it's a incredible. few nude scenes in for her because oh she enjoy, she's been naked in other shows. And why not? It's uh, what is that on Hulu or what is it on? At Amazon Prime. Yeah. What, what does Jeff Bezos say? None. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> I mean, what Why am I? Why do you have to strip every woman every time? You've seen her nude. I've seen her nude, but I want to see her nude in different situations. Now she's you a rock star. Howard, <laughs> I only saw her as a strip, as a hooker. Her clothes are 1970 super sheer. Her legs are fabulous. She's got just a fabulous body with a. Does a she wear uh, a belly shirt with no bra? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. all right. Okay. That's yes, good. Yes. You know what's a shame? I go on MrSkin.com sometimes. I have an account there. And I I type in like Riley Keough. 
And, uh, you know, you can see her naked a lot. But they have different ratings because a lot of times it's in a lot of these movies, they'll be braless or the, and you go, well, you know, I, I want to see some nudity. I love nudity. Even as a kid, I loved R rated movies, you know, where once in a while you see titty. Uh, it doesn't someone... seem bizarre to you. You don't care what the movie is as long as there's nudity. That's you know, right. Now, there's something yeah. to be said about <laughs> a sheer shirt with titty sticking out of it. There's something to be said about a very sheer yes. shirt. You're going to see her. You're going to see her. Right? I okay, love you know, a sheer shirt you're gonna say it. where you see the nips. Right. It's fantastic. The belly you love, Howard. That flat, yeah. Beth O stomach. That's amazing. Oh, yep. Howard, speaking of Beth in the bathing suit with the bikini bottom, and you were doing the farts on her, Howard. You're such a baby. I All right. I don't know if I got to add it. <laughs> My wife bent over, so uh, on her Instagram, I, I started going, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, let's see. Mr. Skin wrote, Riley Keough comes walking into the bar's open mic night, blasting pokies and looking like a legit rock star before sitting at the piano. Oh, you got to understand his language. Blasting pokies means, uh, nips. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you could see her nips through the shirt. I like that. That's, that is legit. Can she sing? I know. Is I'm that her singing? Oh, oh, here's my wife. Oh, hi, honey. What's up? What a, wait, hold on. I was is talking about Riley. Timing? I was ta wait a second. Let me uh, turn on. No, no, we're talking about Riley Keough's nips. But well, we like seeing her naked. <laughs> I'm glad I popped in at that time. And we're gonna watch. Uh, How can I put these on if I'm holding her? You want to give me the cat? Yeah. What? What do you? Oh, this is Wednesday. Yeah, I just I heard you were talking about them. This is Wednesday, Robin. Oh, a beautiful. cutie, a cute little Isn't black cat. Cute? Hold on, Beth's going to get the headphones on, and then I can ask her, tell her, I thought you were going to bang me yesterday because we did that Instagram live, and you were feeling really good about me. Oh, I would have. I was. No, I know, it but you know what It turns me happened? on when you... Um... When I help. Yeah. This is Wednesday. This is a black cat. Her brother's name is uh, Pugsley, and they're the, they, they got to go because I'm getting too attached. They're just amazing. They're just a year and a half old. They're healthy. They're spayed and neutered. They're in Florida. They're long, well, medium hair. I think they're medium hair. I don't think they're long. Yeah, hair. medium hair. Um. Oh no. Why? Come here. I'll put your fine. headphones on. She's fine. She's not gonna do anything. Well, don't let her get out the door. No. The door's shut. Oh. Hold on. It's fine. It's enclosed. Okay. I was talking about. I was gonna ask you to bang me last night. But like the day got away from us and and I was telling everyone how brave I was yesterday by going to our neighbor's house and I didn't wear a mask. Very brave. Yeah. Were you shocked? I was shocked. Well, no, I wasn't shocked, actually. Really? I don't know. I feel if people are not symptomatic and they're not coughing and sneezing, if we are not in their faces. Turn the mic towards fine. your face. You see how yeah, I think they, it's fine. Yeah. And we've survived. I thought like yesterday we'd bang because I knew if I put in like a half hour to 45 minutes with the cats and... And is that what this, the whole... Instagram live. Yeah. Was yeah. for the banging? Yeah, oh, of course. Because okay. then you feel really romantic about me like I'm like a great guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You really do. You know that. You you love it. What are you doing? I don't know. I just, I'm so... Oh my God. Beth, 
Beth beat herself up the other day. She had a big welt on her head. What? <laughs> I what? had an accident. <laughs> she went over to the, she went, she was doing um, exercise. She's sitting on the ground. Uh-huh. And her, she took off her, her top. The, the, my sports bra. She took her sports bra. The sport, the sports bra got caught in the door. And she pulled it, and the door hit her in the head. Oh, no. <laughs> you can't yeah. make this up. I wish somebody recorded it. <laughs> it would have been the funniest. Hold on a second. Oh, Andrew Dice Clay, I'm talking to my uh, wife. Yeah, I'm listening. Hey, Beth, I got a question for you, honey. Why aren't you naked yet? Bang that man. <laughs> do your wifely duty. Come on already. Uh, don't pressure her. Listen, come on, Dice. It's no big Drain deal. Drain balls. He's the husband around here, the man of the house. Let's go. Uh, Enough with the kitty cats. Get the work. Oh, come on, Dice. I don't talk to my wife that way. When she's ready, she'll, uh, she'll come on to me, I I'm sure. Yeah, listen, sweetheart. No, no, no. I get it. I get it. I wouldn't want to bang him either. But look at him. Oh, He's dying over there. Take it <laughs> All easy. right, Dustin. Hey, man, don't ruin my scene. Wow. I have a serious question for you. Okay. Um, my friend's coming over for the day. Yes. And we're having dinner. Which with means her. we're not banging, right? Well, she's leaving early, right after our mm. five o'clock dinner. Yeah, but we go to bed by seven. There's not a lot <laughs> of opportunity. That's not the question. Yes, sure. Right. I would love to bang you later. Thank you. Really? Schedule allows. All right. Well, I'm not going to jerk off for sure. I'm going to save it up for you. Save it. Yeah. Um. So my question is: dessert or no dessert? Should we have? I'm struggling. Oh my god. No Beth, answer. I'm going to answer, but I got to tell Robin what you're talking about. So Beth, I've been I, thinking I, about it all morning. I'm obsessed. Beth's got a real problem. What? I've told you, she's a sugar addict. When I say a sugar addict, I don't mean like, like it, it, it gets out of control. When I met her, all she ate was gummy bears, Lucky Charms, anything with sugar, crazy. And she was going nuts again. I, I caught her sneaking up. What yeah, did you do? You know that it gets to that point when I start doing it behind your back. Yeah, you were hiding candies yeah. and gummies and stuff. So, And I'm ordering on Amazon and big boxes are coming of, of everything. Candy. Yeah. So she's out of control with it, right? And and the reason it's out of control is that the doctor said to her, listen, you're pre-pre-diabetic, which I don't yeah. even know what that means, but evidently her blood level, they we did a blood test and her sugar was nuts. So the other day, we're sitting around the house. She's scarfing down. What were you eating? Peeps. With? Peeps. You know she, what peeps are? They're marshmallow <laughs> dipped in water, yes, dipped in sugar, yeah. and then yeah. um, so dyed pink. She goes, yellow. honey, all I can do is think about peeps. All I'm doing is thinking about peeps. And I ate two boxes of them in one sitting. In one sitting, she ate two boxes of peeps. Well, all of a sudden, she goes, honey, I think I'm going to pass out. She started getting woozy. Oh, dear. I said, you very got, ill. Yeah, she got very ill from peeps. Because uh, she she like OD'd on him. I never saw her like this. Well, you didn't. You don't know that before that. I had that bag of popcorn. That's the peanut butter um, caramel coated popcorn from um, Trader Joe's. Yeah, and she doesn't eat anything but sugar. It's like Wendy the slow adult with McRib. So anyway, I said I know what's going on. I got this figured out. Beth was off all sugar, and she was doing right. great. Her mom visits us they go shopping and her mom is 81 years old and she can eat sugar day and night she eats Ugh. like she'll have like a danish for breakfast donut danish or a muffin every morning yeah 
So Beth thinks genetically she can do the same thing as a mother and just keep eating sugar all day. So now she's been ODing and going crazy with the sugar. So And when my mom visits, we go to Sam's Club and we go to the bakery and we just get all the cupcakes and cookies and M&M Rice Krispie treats, everything. <laughs> oh my! So I said to Beth, "You gotta, you, you're a strong person. You gotta get off all. Dessert, you gotta all go sweets. cold turkey again for a while. You gotta go cold turkey." She goes, "I don't think I can do it. I, I don't think I can make that commitment." Well, I I've said, been doing it, and I'm struggling, is what I'm saying. So what I'm thinking, I said to her, "How about this? Whenever we have company over, since we always give company dessert." Uh-huh. That's when you can have sugar. You could eat the dessert. Other than that, the rule is no sugar. So she's been having a hard time. She feels she should have sugar. You're really upset, aren't you? I, I've been thinking about this all morning. Should we? Should I have? Should I go out and get cookies for dessert? Or can I make a suggestion? What, what if, if we, we have, have ice cream? What if we have the banana dessert? Yeah, that has been at least it's made with bananas. You mean the ice cream? The Jessica no, Seinfeld the banana ice cream. Not the Jessica Seinfeld ice cream. The or or that because that's no sugar. It's peanut butter and banana, so well, you can have a scoop. Sugar, but it's and almond sugar. milk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In other words, it's not like Peeps. It's not like yeah, sugar from the sugar bowl. Well, I've never met your friend. What's her story? Is she into dessert? Maybe I'm uh, sure she is. Every normal person is into dessert. Are you, do you think if we have dessert tonight, are you going to go berserk the next day, and then like everything's just going to blow up in your That's face? That's my fear. Mm. That the you know that when I threw the rest of the peeps out, I had to take old cat food and drop it on top of it so I wouldn't go into the garbage and well, retrieve them. She was so upset that she says to me, go in the kitchen and remove all cookies and throw them out. I go, what? So I'm hunting around for the cookies. I throw them in the, I throw them away. And then she goes, pour a uh, sauce over them or something. So I, so I don't fish them out of the garbage and eat them. I mean, it's Yikes, bad. That's hardcore. Yeah. And then when I tell my mother that I'm not having sugar, yeah, that, she, she rolls her eyes at me like, it's ridiculous that I'm not having sugar. Yeah, right. see, her mother undermines her progress. Anyway, those are my problems. Um, do you know that Peeps... <laughs> Not so bad, right? Do you know that Peeps... Well, uh, I mean, it's uncomfortable <laughs> when you're doing that. Yeah. Do, do you know that... Pe- yeah, you look really upset. I've never seen you this upset, honestly. I'm also, I think, going, having hot flashes. Are you? I don't know if it's from the sugar because I'm 50 or... I don't know. Sit down. Relax. <laughs> Take a, take a load off. I was just, mind. I just came in to show everybody how glorious Wednesday was. Peeps makes a cereal now. Did you oh, know that? No. <laughs> oh, well, see what, you know what? Shame on you. That's what he does. We were on our walk yesterday. I was so proud of myself. No lucky charms for breakfast. No peeps after breakfast. I had what? I had chia pudding for right, breakfast. Right. That's good. We're walking our our regular walk, and I said to you, I'm so proud of myself. I did it. I I had a nice, normal breakfast. But, of course, all I was thinking about, and you said, did you see Reggie Jackson was on my show the other day? And he took out the Reggie bar. Do you know what's in the Reggie bar? Mm. Caramel, chocolate, peanuts. Peanuts, my three favorite things. And I said to you, why would you do that to me? You know, I didn't realize. That was so mean. You know what? I I am so under control. To me, if you know me. They, the doctor told me I can't drink coffee. No coffee. I love coffee. Yeah, but, but we're coffee. very different. You can do it. You're as strong as I am. I've seen you. 
when you put your mind to something, you don't need sugar. It's over. And I'm going to tell you something. Your 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 friend and I will eat our desserts tonight, and you will not. <laughs> and you will not. Oh, and you will not. Boy. That's it. <laughs> I'm telling you that that's the case. Hold on one second, honey. Dice, what's up? Hey, if she ain't going to bang you, maybe splash some maple syrup on your prick, you know? <laughs> She's got the she sugar does. in it. You know, dip it in chocolate. Give her the old Willy Wonka. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, Dice, I don't have to put chocolate on my penis in order to get my wife interested in me. She's turned on by me. I'm the, one of the sexiest men alive. You don't even know that. Yeah, okay. You talk a big game. She ain't doing nothing, is she? Come on already. <laughs> all right. All right. I'm fine. Silly. All right. Um, you go. No, 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 no. What I'm going to say is this. I think tonight, if you can handle it, we'll have dessert with your friend. I don't you want have it or no. Well, I don't want it. I don't want dessert. I don't want to not serve dessert. Well, why can't we eat fruit? Like, seriously, I have pineapple in the fridge. I've got some uh, watermelon cut up, grapes. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> but I got a party going on. <laughs> oh my goodness! You want a dessert? Have how about one scoop of um, ice cream? That's the problem. You can't just have. I know. Yeah, I'm all dewy. What's going on I don't with know. you? I'm having some kind of. It's probably I think all I just the took sugar. A hot shower too. I mean, you, you look like you're going to pass out. No, I'm not doing well. I think I need to go lay down. Maybe you need me to bang you. Maybe that's it. Maybe you have a lot of tension. Seems to cure everything <laughs> when I bang a <laughs> Well, um, a group of researchers from Australia said they have found that sugar, alcohol, and nicotine are all addicting in the same way. So yes. what you're going through is a real thing. It's a real and withdrawal. I was thinking people must think how stupid this is. No, I think a lot of people, <laughs> you know... Pre-diabetes, if you want to call it that, that's what the doctor called it. Pre-diabetes puts you at increased risk of developing two diabetes, heart disease and stroke, type 2 diabetes, heart, heart disease and stroke. And also, how many people, where's that stat? How many people in this country are suffering from pre-diabetes? Oh, it's a big number. I'm going to read you the number. We got it right here. And I'm telling you, you're not alone, hon. What's the cat doing? I don't know where she is. She's in here somewhere, probably yeah. behind the curtain. You know what's crazy, though? You look so damn good. Are you all right? Yeah. You look like you're really panicked. I'm just, I'm, I don't know. Something's happening. It's the sugar. You got to get it. Yeah, you know but what? I didn't have sugar today. But you, yeah, that's, that's you're going problem. through a withdrawal. You're what like are somebody. You eating? Oh, you had the chia pudding, you said, right? Oh, this, oh, I have to be honest. I looked at the ingredients of the yogurt that I'm having for breakfast. Sugar. It's all sugar. So I Why don't you eat my yogurt? I did have some sugar this morning. Why don't you eat my yogurt? It's not good. It is good. No. Because you know what it is? You you you're addicted to sugar. If you start eating my yogurt, you put some blueberries in there and uh some nuts. It's very good. You wanna talk about your problem this morning with your yogurt? Well, I mean, oh my God, you because thought. it's not being refrigerated properly. I had two bad yogurts. No, they weren't oh. bad. They just were full of that, like curd. It looked like hot. No, it, was just, it happens. Sometimes. I think what happens is we're not. They're not being refrigerated fast enough. They're going bad, and then they're getting re-refrigerated. You were so mad. Oh, uh, I had to calm you down. 
I just love my breakfast. I have yogurt, blueberries, a handful of cashews, and a handful of pistachio nuts. And it's like heaven with a cup of hot water. And and don't you put and Metamucil. Metamucil in there? It cr- crinkles break up, it up. It's such a... It's, I it's break up my Metamucil. Mixes it. You know what, though? I got to tell you, Metamucil hasn't been doing its job. Really? My duties are rock hard, yeah. Do I need to hear that? Yeah, I'm sorry. That's gross. <laughs> I barely go. I just had to clean up the aftermath of your... Um, Duties? Your, no, your yeah. five bowls of yogurt that you didn't well, They were eat. all bad. I'm like, you know, my one meal I love the most is breakfast so and then all the yogurts are bad. As, as they were supposed to be fixed and then when you tried to eat them, they were all, they were bad. Robin, so he sees that they're all full of curd and they're all lumpy <laughs> and he proceeds to put all of the items in it and then he takes a bite and then he complains and then he does it all over again. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what did I do? I jumped up. No, you helped I me. I found you one that wasn't bad, and we remixed, and you yeah. had your breakfast. It's quite the morning. <laughs> Welcome to our life. <laughs> I know a lot of people say, man, his life must be exciting. Boy, it's, I uh, wish my life was like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I wish I could hang with him. Oh, God. That's All crazy. Right, sweetheart. Yeah. I wish I could have been more fun today. What do you, you mean? Well, you are fun. We went on Instagram Live yesterday. Oh, yeah. We watched American Idol last night. We Did got anyone the ba- hear our in- Instagram Live? Yeah, Marianne from Brooklyn. Uh, Marianne uh, called in about it, yeah. And um, we've got the the big Bachelor finale tonight, I think. Is it tonight? Tonight or tomorrow night? night one of those I think things. Tonight, we have to watch it live. What are we going to do? I can't stay up. Well, mm. maybe you'll... wish The Bachelor could go on at 6 o'clock. <laughs> Why didn't they send it to us? Oh, because it's live. Yeah, they usually send it in advance. But but a live show they can't send you. No. But I think there's recorded segments that I don't know. I don't know what they're doing over there. Well, there's oh, by the way, plenty of recorded segments. We also watched the Brooke Shields documentary that was really good. Yeah, but it's not out yet. We got oh. it, we got it early cuz so we know the producers. Yep. Allie so and got, George. Yeah, we got to see it. Starting with the next season of The Bachelorette, the show is moving to start at 9 p.m. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. How are young people going to get turned on to? Uh, oh, it starts at 8 now, right? Yep. Big oh. Is wanna, she there? I don't want to run over the cat with my chair, so I'm not moving. The cat's not. I haven't seen the cat for a while. <laughs> what else, honey? Neither have I. <laughs> I feel like there's other things we should be telling people, but... uh Oh, we watched, I told you we watched Gwyneth Paltrow a little bit on the, right. you know how many, three people say, well, just pay the 300,000. You know how many vagina scented candles she has to sell to get $300,000? It ain't easy. <laughs> Look, Goop is doing very well. Yeah. Seems like a crazy lawsuit, but what do I know? Well, that's exactly what she said. This is a grab for some of her wealth. This is not a real issue as far as she's mm-hmm. concerned. Yeah. I feel bad for her. Yeah, I mean, it does yeah, I seem wacky. I mean, seems like a wacky kind of case, but. Well, it's the exposure. I mean, this isn't a woman who wants to talk about her personal life a lot and and be exposed like this. And in order to fight this thing, she has to go and listen to that stupid lawyer ask questions about who her friends are and all kinds of crazy things. And I think her children are going on the stand today. 
Yeah, I'm anxious to see that. that. I want to see the kids. I know, but so does everybody, and that's the problem. You know, I feel bad for her. But I'm a big Yanta, so I need to watch. (laughs) Jeff, you're on the air. Hey, in Michigan. uh, Just wanted. Hey, Howard. Just wanted to say, uh, I think it's not a a sugar issue with that. That my wife had uh, perimenopause, and uh, she had to have hormone replacement therapy starting in her forties. You're kidding. I think he's on to something. You think no, it's I not mean, the, sh- the hot flashes and, and everything? Uh, she went through all that. Boy, women Did have a hard time cravings? with it. Did she have sugar cravings? Hello? Did she have sugar cravings? Sugar cravings? Uh, yeah, she's her weight's gone up and down, and, uh, you know, it... I think it's something you should look into. It took forever before she uh, talked to her gynecologist about it and finally uh, started her on progesterone. Yeah, well, all I know is you got to stay off sugar. We got to get you through it. It's uh, bad, but maybe. uh, But maybe maybe it's a, a combination of things. Like he's saying, she should talk to a doctor. I was going to say, women have it rough. With uh, menstruation their whole life, that once a month. I mean, I could see if you menstruated once a year, like when a, a snake sheds its skin or something. But, I mean, every month to be shut down for a week with cramping. And then, you know, then you hit a certain age. And in order to get rid of the cramping, you got to go through this fucking menopause. I'm telling you, it's not easy being a woman. Thank you, Finally. Yeah, how oh, nice. No, no, I mean, I, I emphasize, I, I empathize with you ladies. I, I, I'm telling you. you Childbirth for all the moms out there. You know right. the Alice Cooper song, Only Women Bleed. It's a great song. Uh, let's go to uh, Jennifer. Go ahead, Jennifer. Hello. Hey. Yeah. Don't come Jennifer? on to me. My wife's here. <laughs> oh. Don't try to seduce oh. me right now. <laughs> with that I don't voice. feel bad, that it's sugar addiction is so hard and so it's real it's it's hard you got to drink a lot of water that's my best she doesn't do as well (laughs) she won't drink water she won't drink water she doesn't drink water you know what i did i ordered something for my wife that i think she's going to like it's like a water substitute i'm going to try it on her okay the um pellegrino company makes like flavored pellegrino i tried it i like it i ordered it for you I drink uh, one. I drink a Spindrift every night. Yeah, but you like it's like it's like you it's like you're gagging on I it. I know. I hate it. <laughs> the only thing she drinks is Spindrift, and yeah, yeah. Well, water will help flush out like the sugar yuckiness in your body. Who doesn't Who doesn't like water? My wife won't drink water. You know, I, I guess weird. a lot of people do. The other week I was talking to one of my doctors and she was like, make sure you drink a lot of water. You can do this. You can do. I said, I'm fine with water. You don't have to do anything. Right. You don't need a substitute. But she was, you know, talking about all these things you could put in the water or buy with something in it. And I was like, no, water's good. Don't you think it's weird that you don't drink water? I never did. I know, but no. it's. I think it's because you're from Pennsylvania. They don't, have water. Don't, they don't have water there. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just like her eating habits are like, like she doesn't eat fish. You know I, what I mean? I, I yeah, know. but you reluctantly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Pennsylvania. Uh, I don't, I don't know that that has to do with, when we met Fred, Fred didn't. <laughs> 
eat fish, right? I'm telling you, it's like, like hillbilly places. Like, like, <laughs> oh, right. my God. From Pittsburgh. If you're not Stop from New York, it. if you're not from New York or LA, are you for real right now? Hillbilly. I don't like you. I like hillbilly women. I like it. Uh, Melissa, you're on the air with uh, in Connecticut. Connecticut, we love Connecticut. Go ahead. Oh, hey, no, I was actually going to say to Beth, like I am the same as her. All I eat is sugar, and I always have. But now that I'm 45, I do think our hormones like do some wonky junk, and we re- like react to it differently. Yeah, well, you guys better yeah. you better shape up. I'm telling That's you, happening because as you get older, it ain't easy, and you know you got to eat some good stuff. Here's Mildred. Mm-hmm. She says she has a sugar addiction. Mildred, yes, no. that's a cute kitten name. Yes, it is. I love that. Go name. ahead, Mildred. It's a, it's a very cute name for a cat. <laughs> Beth, you need to be careful. I got addicted to sugar when I was going through perimenopause, and now I suck dick for peeps outside of key food in New Jersey. Oh, Ma'am, you suck dick for peeps. I mean, you you really have a bad sugar addiction, don't that? you? That's <laughs> Chris. I know it's, it's Mildred. Sometimes I go to Vermont and I give reach around for maple syrup. It's slippery slope. <laughs> All right, honey. Careful. All right, thank you. It's one of my guys. He's making you laugh. He's trying to help you. Yeah, I'm yeah. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Not funny. Listen, not everything works. I love you. Your hair looks really good today. Thank you. Your whole ensemble looks great. I didn't even see it this morning. I know. You were out of it. Did you realize I got to go this week and get uh, the second half of... Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, the second half of my... uh, What is that called? Root Canal. Mm -hmm. Oh, the Root Canal. They didn't do the whole thing at once, huh? No, they couldn't. I remember when I had mine, two uh two different um, stages, but I remember the second... one the second stage not being as bad as the first right. that'll give oh. you some comfort i hope so because isn't that where they put in the new tooth and all that I no forget. i don't need a new tooth i just oh gotta, so it's just finishing it up just cleaning i up. guess i don't know what yeah. they're doing robin i'm telling you i don't ask i don't want to know all right honey all right sweet love well, i love you sweet love i love you you are an well angel. you know you. oprah did this whole thing not too long ago where she talked to some doctor about menopause and it was a whole bunch of information that was, uh, you know, like people didn't know. Maybe you can find that and maybe it'll give you some information. I just don't want Beth's uh, vagina drying up. You know what I mean? Well, that Perfect. doesn't have to happen. And especially with the uh, hormone replacement, that's all about that. How's your vagina, Robin, from menopause? Everything okay? Uh, uh, please, my vagina from menopause. <laughs> I mean... It's not dried up, right? In other words, you can still. I had lubricate. everything taken out. There's nothing down there. Oh, come on. There's a hole down there, right? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's all we need. You're talking about yet everything taken out. That's exactly what happened. That's right. Well, There's no nothing one's taking to react to anything anymore. No one is touching Beth's vagina and taking anything out. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, nobody said she needed that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh Honey, I love you. I love you too. You gonna take the cat? Yeah, I'm gonna find the cat. Yeah, because I don't want to run her over with my chair. That would be awful. She's so good. I mean here, sweetheart. Not you, honey. I mean the cat. There you go. <laughs> Very funny. Uh yeah. So there you go. That's what's going on in my house. Besides the uh, power going out for twenty minutes, even though I paid for a generator. Yeah. Waste of time. Aurora. 
Little Life on Mars, David Bowie Tune. It's a god awful small affair to the girl with the mousy hair, but her mom is yelling no, and her dad is told to go, but a friend is nowhere to be seen. Now she walks through a sunken dream. So good, right? She's really good. When I'm on Instagram, they have like tons of clips of Aurora. I must have searched Aurora because I see her on my Instagram all the time. And Life on Mars. They interviewed David Bowie and he said it's sort of a... He was influenced by the song My Way by Frank Sinatra, and I'm like, I don't get that. You know, I did it my way. Of course I know what you're talking about. That's crazy. Doesn't sound like this at all. (laughs) No. Aurora performed this on our show. I saw, I I heard this song on a TV episode, I think, of Girls, when that show was popular, and... I was like, who's doing that? I got to have her on the show. And we had her in, and she did not disappoint. She looks like an elf. And she told me she met Bob Dylan in a dream. And she said to her, it was like meeting him in real life. Like, it didn't matter. Like, you meet, you know, and then then she she told me. You know, dreams, reality, and it all merges into the same thing. (laughs) I thought that was kind of cool, though. Like, if I meet him in a dream, it's... That's Same a good reality. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Don't have to meet him. I've already met him. And then she also told me she collected dead moths. And I remember she was sort of in some kind of a it's gossamer an outfit. Yeah. When, you know, she, <laughs> she was, was great. Sort of floated in here. <laughs> yeah, she was way cool and a really good interview, too. Aurora. So what's she doing? You say she comes up on your Instagram. Yeah, it's weird. Like, if you go to the search thing, I I guess somewhere in my history I searched Aurora because, like, it's every other clip is Aurora. Like, in concert or doing something. So she's still out there doing her thing. Oh, yeah. Remember, the? Uh, I should play this. Aurora and JD having an awkward conversation after the interview. <laughs> this is pretty good. Here we Hello, How nice to doing? meet you. I love you shake hands or whatever. I like fist bumps. <laughs> and, uh, well, did you? <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me. Uh, I've never been to Norway, so that's it's very, very nice. Yeah, what? Mm. I, I, it looks beautiful. <laughs> it's very nice. It's very beautiful. <laughs> the nature is very good. Yes. The Chinese food is not that good, oh. which is very sad because I love Chinese food. Uh, my my girlfriend likes Thai food here. She's been to Thailand. It's nice. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Did you have fun on the show? It was the best fun of the best. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Fun. That's now. I guess you'll be d- hanging out later today or something. Um, huh? I, I think I have a few things to do first, uh-huh. but I'll hang around in between. Yes. my things. And uh, yeah, I, I won't be doing much either. So 
Yeah. Uh, Maybe you can drink some tea and watch the birds. <laughs> Maybe. The outside. I don't, you know, I don't really go outside all that much, so. No. No. So sad. <laughs> I, I, You're missing out. Huh? You're missing out. I, I'm sure I am. I just, uh, I don't know. It's nothing I want to necessarily be. It's hot. It's hot outside. It's never hot in Norway. That's, that's good. Mm, it's very nice. I don't like when it's hot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Lovely. <laughs> Bye, man. <laughs> like two aliens communicating about their home planets. But, J.D., you're quite the conversationalist. It's pretty awesome listening to you with chicks. I, uh... I don't remember that ever happening. <laughs> what, did you have a blackout? <laughs> I must have. I must have. It must have been so awkward that I just forgot it. Or wanted well, to when something's it. really traumatic, uh, you know, sometimes you forget. Yeah, uh, probably. I should, you know, you know what I was thinking I should play while I got you here is that drunken <laughs> trivia game you guys did at St. Patrick's Day. Because who sure. was telling me, I think Gary noticed something about you that, Whenever you ask somebody a question, you repeat certain words twice. Are you aware of this? Uh, I mean, I, I would stumble, uh, over questions sometimes. I would, I was looking at the list. I was, I, I, I didn't know. I, I had a list of questions and I didn't know what necessarily what I was going to ask the person at the time. So I was just like scanning through questions. I was trying to figure out the right ones to ask. So that might have been it. I don't know, but, uh, listen, I'm sure. I have weird ticks too. I don't know. Why do you, um, like if we give you a list of questions, why don't you just read the list of questions? Why are you scanning? I did. I did, but I'm trying to, you know, uh, I was going through the list in real time. I wasn't necessarily, you know, I was trying to gauge what would be good to ask the person or whatever. Uh, and I was like, listen, I don't oh, know. Is it a person or a whatever? Too. <laughs> yeah, JD. I, we we sent JD to the St. Patty's Day parade and try to find somebody to interview. Uh-huh. I heard you found a good-looking chick. This girl was good-looking, huh? Yes, yeah, very cute. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, she was. I, I think the weather was okay. She was like wearing a belly shirt too, a little bit. Um, you think the weather was okay? Were you not experiencing the weather? I w- I was, but it was like I think it was fairly warmish. It wasn't, you know, free. Like no one needed a, a heavy coat. Uh, so she Sal was told to wear- me she was only wearing a bra. Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe, I don't <laughs> like I said, I had some drinks. Sal might remember more than me. I was going to say, were you there, JD? <laughs> I know I wasn't JD, actually. I was. JD not. went out and had two beers and two shots before asking people oh. questions. So he might have been a little loaded. Oh, listen, it's St. Paddy's Day. I was trying to be part of, uh, part of the holiday. So. Sal, this girl was wearing just a bra. That's interesting. Like, was it a cute? Like, go ahead. She was absolutely adorable. And I'm telling you, she was smitten with JD. There's no doubt about it. (laughs) So she was wearing, Howard, one of those, the best way to describe it is how Madonna would wear those lace bras with her. Yeah, like a a bustier. Yes, but it was even shorter. It was right under her breasts, and she had on a cute denim jacket. Oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then oh, he's coming back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Drunk. <laughs> Sal, sounds like she, this girl is definitely in your spank bank, huh? Uh, I would, I would say so. She was, she was gorgeous, and she was smitten with JD. And and uh, when he finished the interview, she took off her denim jacket and she was posing with just oh. a bra on. 
And I said, J.D., look at her. She's gorgeous. And typical J.D.'s like, shut up, Sal. He just shuts me. I don't know why. He gets um very uptight. Yeah, he gets very uptight when I encourage him to continue to talk to women. I don't know why. <laughs> Is that right, J.D.? There's a lot of things going. So, yeah, I'm not getting into all that. But yeah, when Sal, when Sal, when Sal is your life coach, be careful. Oh, yeah. You're in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, but, I was uh, going to say if Sal is just standing there saying to JD in front of the girl, "Look at her, JD. She's gorgeous." That isn't <laughs> the best way to encourage JD to get into a conversation. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah. You know, I was trying to be. Yo, you know what you should have said, Sal? You go, JD. Listen. This girl's not that hot. You could maybe get her. Give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. New York City um, holds a parade every year on St. Patrick's Day, as you know, March 17th. And streets are filled with drunken lunatics, right, guys? Oh, out of control. Oh, it's funny. Sal, like, I, I've never done, I've never really done this before. Sal has, like, a radar, like we would walk up and down the streets, and, and someone would like walk by, and his head would like turn like a radar, and uh, he has like drunk radar in his head. It was funny. To I have asshole radar because that's how I grew up, you know. So I know how to <laughs> I, I know how to find a, a, a drunken lunatic. <laughs> is that what uh, is that what JD's trying to say? That in other words, you have the ability to pick out assholes. <laughs> I really do, Howard. Like okay. we, we could be walking down the street, and I'll see somebody. I'm like, "There's the person," and they could be six feet away, and we get them. This girl wasn't an asshole, though. I mean, she didn't even sound that drunk. I was surprised you chose her for the game, but uh, well, interesting Howard, nevertheless, yeah, she had four empty cans by her feet, and she was <laughs> chugging a drink at the same time. Yes. So my my drunk radar went up immediately. I see. So anyway, we sent J.D. and Sal out to ask drunken people simple general knowledge questions, and it turned okay. into a game. So uh, here we go. Let's have the theme song for the Drunken Trivia game. Top of the morning to you. It's time to play Drunken Trivia, St. Patty's Day edition, are you? <laughs> All right. Nice little intro there. A little hard <laughs> to understand. Sometimes that effect is hard to understand, boys. Especially with that music. Yeah. That nice, uh, that nice Irish music. That, uh, what are those, uh, bagpipes? Yeah. Top of the morning to you, Robin. By the way, that was actual music the boys recorded at the parade. So that's correct. All right. So Sal and JD, as I said, found an attractive female college student to interview. So let's learn a little bit about her so when we play the game, we know who we're doing. I'm from Staten Island, New York. Staten Island? Yeah, the Forgotten Borough, but we're making it known today. Wu-Tang all day. Wu-Tang Shaolin. <laughs> How much have you had to drink today? Okay, so I had, um, I pounded a twisted tea, I had two White Claw surges, and I had a Smirnoff, one of the tall boys, and I'm feeling good. So. <laughs> How much education have you had? Are you doing any high school, any college? So I'm actually a junior in college right now, and I'm here for spring break so oh. yeah <laughs> sal gets excited oh oh, oh. hey honey <laughs> you're here for spring break oh 
All right. I'm so sitting here's there Jay- listening to that group of alcohol. She said, I don't know what one of those things is. Not only that, not only don't we know what that is, but I like when she goes, I pounded, uh, you know, like, like, <laughs> like, what does that mean? Like she just drank it fast. She pounded it. Yeah. She, yeah. I, when I saw her, Howard, she was li- literally chugging down a beer, like just drink on earth. How does she have such a good body if she's chugging that way? I mean, it's unbelievable. I think incredible body. All right, so here we go. Here we go. All right, Robin, since you're the only contestant, uh, you get the Oh, play. dear. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I could go to someone on the phone and give them a prize, but that's just a hassle. Let's just play with you. Uh, here's JD. Let's give you a practice question, okay? Here's JD with his first question. Name three. Hold on. Name. Name. Name three branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. Hmm. Well, that's pretty easy, don't you think? Man, she doesn't sound that drunk. Right. So I'm gonna say she can answer that. All right. Again, this is a practice question, Robin. No practice. Right. All right. Let's see if you're right. Uh, name three branches of U.S. Armed Forces. Um. Fucking U.S. Marshals. Oh God! Um, I don't. I don't know. Um, U.S. Marshals, FBI, IRS, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! That's wrong. Not one of those things was correct. No. Wow. <laughs> That's shocking. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, that uh, doesn't occur to her? Stop showing off over there. Stop. The FBI. You didn't know that? And U.S. Marshals? (laughs) You you found some white claws in CBD. She just got hotter. We would have accepted the Army, the Marine Corps, the Navy, Air Force, Space Force, Coast Guard, anything. I mean, come on. All right, here's JD's next question. Didn't get one. So now you know who you're dealing with. Let's see how you do. All right. All right. Here's I thought junior in college. She's got to know that. (laughs) Here's when you're you're a senior, you learn that. You know that. (laughs) Here's JD's next question, Robin. What? uh, Who? You know what's great about you, JD? You blend in so well because you always sound drunk. Right. (laughs) What? Who? What? Who? What? Who? What? What? I don't what? know who's drunker, her or JD, the guy asking what? the question. Uh, who, who, who is the president of Russia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will she know the president of Russia? No. Let's see if you're right. Putin? What? What is his name? Vladimir Putin? Yeah. All right. Well, okay. they, here, now we got a game. Putin. Who? 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 I just like hearing JD ask questions. I, yeah. I, he, he can't seem to get one out straight. Let's see how he does with this one. And what? What city is known as the Windy City? <laughs> Oh, oh she, what? she's what? got to know that. Come on. She's got to know. All right. You say she knows. Okay. Yeah. The Windy City, um, Ohio. Uh, <laughs> it sure is, honey. <laughs> Whatever you, you know say. That the, 
wind, windy city. I think is, most of the wind is between her ears. Windy cities of Chicago, <laughs> as you know. Okay. And well, Ohio is a state, not a city. No, you are a show off over there. This <laughs> I got to write right, that like, down, Robin. <laughs> I don't know what's more enjoyable: the 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 girl answering or JD asking the question. <laughs> Let's see how JD does now as a game show host. Uh, what? What weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of bricks? Oh, that's an old trick question. Everybody <laughs> knows that they're equal. A pound of feathers uh, and a it's pound, a pound of bricks. Or a pound, yeah. Yeah, does she know that? She gonna I fall for think, this? Uh, uh, with the amount she's pounded, she'll mm-hmm. be able to to figure that out. I say no. Pounding feathers, pounding bricks, pounding alcohol, whatever it is. Here we go. Let's you say no, she won't know. Let's see. What weighs more? A pound of feathers or a pound of bricks? A pound of bricks, I would assume. No? Uh-oh. I feel like that's pretty self explanatory, but I could be wrong. Uh, I could, could be, be way too many white balls in, so <laughs> What is that? She's uh, drinking yeah. a white ball? White, white claw. claw. A white a claw? White claw. Claw, yeah. It's what a is seltzer. A white claw? It's seltzer. a seltzer. It's a flavored seltzer with alcohol. Mm. Wow. Takes away a lot of those brain cells. <laughs> All right, Robin, you're doing horribly at this, but. Uh... No, I got this one right. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yes. Robin, you're doing very well with this. Let's uh, continue. <laughs> you to be an expert. <laughs> All right, here's JD's next question. <laughs> we got a few drinks, too. So. <laughs> Who? What are you laughing about over there? I don't know. She's giggling. I was looking at Sal. I don't know. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got a few drinks, too. So. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who wrote Romeo and Juliet? Who wrote... <laughs> Romeo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe JD's laughing because Sal was beating off during the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, will she know this? That uh, William Shakespeare wrote Romeo and Juliet? Uh, this is a tough one. Everyone should know this. Right. If they've gone through any kind of schooling. I agree. I'm going to say yes, she knows this. All right, let's see. Oh, fuck. Um, Shakespeare. No. Shakespeare. Uh, Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Yes. Very nice, Robin. You did very well at that one. I got one last one. <laughs> so far, you've won a lot of prizes. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> it's the only the game prizes. show where we don't track. The prize is listening to J.D. be a game show host. We barely tracked how many she got right or wrong. It doesn't even matter. But here we go. Here is J.D.'s uh, question. You're drinking in between questions. Exactly. Can can you recite the Pledge of Allegiance? Uh-oh. Will she get uh-huh. all the way through with right. a, a white claw in her hand? I don't think so. And she's pounding the white claws. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's find out. You say she can't do it. Let's find out. Oh, yeah, I can. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Amen. <laughs> 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 I love that she 
since high school. So <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Wow. I knew she couldn't do it. And you were right. Good job, boys, huh? Is it fun hanging out at the parade or is it annoying? Uh, it was all right. I mean, I like I like hanging out with Sal. It's fun with you know being with Sal and uh, doing something. You know, I don't really do this sort of thing. But uh, how long yeah, were you guys hanging by the parade? I mean, I like a good uh, couple hours. <laughs> we were there, I think, between uh, from twelve to four. About that. Yeah. Oh wow, that's a long day. That's a long day. What were you oh, doing boys, all that time? One guy wanted to kick my ass. Remember oh, that, yeah. JD? Oh, oh, I remember that. I almost had, I almost had the defense. JD, uh, yeah, I was like, what the hell? This guy just came up. He goes, what the fuck are you doing asking my friend questions? I'm like, well, we work for Sirius Satellite. He goes, you, he looked at me. He goes, you? They're going to hire you? <laughs> so I had to take on my... <laughs> I have the same feeling. Yeah. <laughs> like these, I know, you know true. young college get like you know he was he was throwing off in front of this girl i think being tough i uh, you know i think either of us could have kicked his ass if we really had to but, really i mean i, I think so he wasn't that <laughs> oh you know i don't know actually you know it could be crazy enough where yeah but you'd be was, surprised like, how many guys can kick your ass and they don't look like they can no, i i i i'm with you but he wasn't like he wasn't a big football you know he wasn't a big you know buff guy like a scrawny let me tell you i've had a lot of street fights in my life and every one of them i looked at i go i think i could take this guy that's what happened <laughs> you know what? That's, that's right you thought wrong i thought right. wrong yeah, 500 by the way 500 ask me what 500 is 500, 500. what is 500 500 is the number of, 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 of street fights i had that uh, i felt would make me legitimately a tough guy all right I got a couple of bonus clips if you want them, Robin. J.D. and the girl yeah. really hit it off, as Sal said. And when they started talking about The Bachelor, there was, was almost romance going on. Wow. J.D., girls like when you talk to them about The Bachelor, which I've told everyone. What do you think of... I saw. That's what you saw. Right? What do you think of men who watch The Bachelor? I watch The Bachelor, so if you can watch The Bachelor with me, we are getting married. Who? That's it. Do you, do you agree with... What the fuck's the guy's name? Zach? Yeah, do you agree with Zach's choices so far? Yes, because personally, I love Katie. I think him and Katie are perfect for each other, but I also love Ariel, because, especially because she's from New York City. So, Katie or Ariel, if you don't win, I'm going to sue The Bachelor. I chose Gabby. So. You chose Gabby? Yes. Okay, I like Gabby. She's quirky, but I don't think she's right for Zach. I feel like she can find a much better guy for I, herself. I, I think she was a little too nervous during the hometowns. Yeah. And yes! And she's going to get sent home for that. Yes. Yep. Well, we'll see. I'm in the Bachelor Fantasy League, so <laughs> I'm not doing What do you think of a man in the Bachelor Fantasy League? <laughs> Honest opinion. Um, it's interesting. It's it, it's definitely interesting. But you know what? When you get in that field, you'll get a lot of pussy. So it's it's cool. Hey, she can't name a branch of the armed forces, but she's got a lot of knowledge about Zach and the Bachelor. I'll tell you that. Yeah, she knows those she girls. Yeah, yeah. JD, <laughs> you, you just asked the wrong questions. You came to life with that chick when uh, you talking bachelor. She was digging it. I mean, I mean, I've watched the season, so I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> and I like how you pretended not to know Zach's name, so you seemed a little mad. No, I didn't. You know? I, 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 I remember. You know, I, if I could remember Zach the snack, I would have would have remembered. You know what I realized with you? You do really well with women who are about to pass out and throw up. I'm telling you, you got away with that. That's, or that's in, your, that's your demographic. Yeah. Or in an inebriated state. <laughs> JD and this girl were both very giggly. 
<laughs> Sal recorded a moment where they couldn't stop giggling together. <laughs> Sal, way to go. Here you go. Here's JD hitting it off with a drunk chick. <laughs> you guys have the same laugh. Oh, okay. We do. We both have that little. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. Nice. That was fun. <laughs> He's got Good a time. great laugh. You, you know who you laugh like? Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> and it's a little like Beavis and Butthead, too. Well, that's what I thought when he was laughing into every question. It almost was like a Beavis and Butthead setup. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Judge is a genius. Like, he hung out with a guy like JD and then turned it into a character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, your hair is growing in nicely, JD. Yeah. You know, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, it looks good. Sure. Growing in a lot faster than I thought it was. So, but yeah. Yeah. You thinking about keeping your hair short? Cause it look, I got to be honest with you. I think it looks good. I'll probably, I'll probably have it grow out, you know, a little bit. And then like once I get tired of that, I'll just shave it again and then start really scratch. You like being yeah. completely shaved and bald, huh? Well, I didn't like it like skin. I mean, God, it was so weird. <laughs> like it was almost like skin, but, uh, you know, either about this size or a little shorter size about this length or a little shorter. I think cleaned up a little bit, you know, the beard yeah. groomed and everything. I think you look yeah. good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Sal, don't you think he looks good? I think he looks great. Yeah. I mean, he needs yeah. to get rid of those man tits, but uh, I mean, he's a little flabby oh, still. Okay. No, right. I'm being honest, but you know, he's, his face looks great. <laughs> no, you're being honest. Thank you, Sal. <laughs> Don't be so honest. Okay. He's got enough problems. You look great. I love him. Trust me, I'm honest with great. myself every time I look in the mirror. Calm down over there. Yeah, calm down. Shave right. a little flab off instead of your I'm hair. Trying, I'm trying, Sal. All right, I'm trying. Love you, bud. He's working on it. He's working. I love on you. It. Give him a chance. Jason in Florida, you're on the air. Hey, now. Thanks for taking the call. So I was listening to JD's awkward conversation with or before I called in, and I just was wondering, is it possible to do a spell where he says nothing but JD and his awkward Dude, your phone's breaking up. We don't know one fucking thing you're saying. You sound worse than JD. Thank Yes, thank you, Sal. Dude, when you call in on the cell phone sometimes, you got to be in the right spot. I mean, I don't know. Anyway... I heard you had a fun weekend, so. Yeah, it's been tough. Uh, my mother-in-law, she's 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 been very ill. She has to go into physical therapy, so we had to go over there and you know bring her her food and uh, her clothing, and it's been. How I, old I is totally she? Really, she's seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. Um, fortunately, she has osteoporosis. Um, just getting out of bed, she cracked four ribs. Oh. Um, Man. So it's it's been tough. It's been tough. Yeah. No. Does she take good so care of herself? So is she in a facility? or is She's she in a home? facility now, yeah. She did take great care of herself, Howard. I mean, she was hmm. great. She you know, she had horses, and she would take care of the barn every day and bales of hay, move them around. She was very, very active, and then this osteo kicked in hard and fast. And, uh, Why are you yeah. laughing, funny, JD? JD. I, was, I was saying he wanted to say he wanted to say the whole word, but he just said I know how to say the word. Say it. 
Osteoporosis. Right. All right. There you go. Yeah. Um, Jeez, JD. I think he also just said, "Fortunately, she had." A- he did. He doesn't know the difference. Unfortunately, unfortunately. You, said, you know what you said? You went. Fortunately, she has osteoporosis. So, right. Sound well, like a, one of those Freudian of slips reason. where you're like, "Don't like your mother-in-law." But she's hard of hearing as well. So, I, I mean, Christine, I just hear her screaming all day long on the phone. It's just, oh, man. I said to the doctor, never mind the ribs. I go, somebody clean out her ears, you know, because she can't hear a freaking thing. We <laughs> just Yeah, you know, yeah. you know, these deaf people, they never clean their ears out. That's the uh, problem. That's not it. She's them. hard of I hearing. She, she's hard of hearing. And, you know, and you start getting delusional in those places. And I don't know, she, the, the phone calls Was, are getting more and more interesting. How upset was your mother-in-law when you married Christine? Like, how, <laughs> how did she take it? Was she like freaking out? It was worse than four cracked ribs. Let's put it that way. Really? Like she hated no. you? No, no. She was wonderful. She loved me. We got along great. Um, really? Because um, I'd be weird. I, like if a guy like you came into my daughter's life, oh, I'd be flipping out. On. No, seriously. I mean, you're really fucking crazy. I'm not crazy. I mean, there were a few times that she was upset with me. So, yeah. Right. I did piss <laughs> like, off what did you do? Times. What did you do to piss off your mother-in-law? Well, I remember when I was in college, Suffolk Community, I wanted to make some extra money, so I decided to do a landscaping business, um, but I didn't have a lawnmower. She did, and I figured, well, before I even start this business, let me see if I can get get some customers. So I made flyers, and I put them in all the mailboxes in her neighborhood, and I put her phone number on there, <laughs> and her phone was ringing off. <laughs> And she goes, what the fuck are you doing? Why do you, these people are calling to have their lawn cut. And, and I said, well, I'm starting this business. She goes, well, use your home number. That was one thing. Um, yeah. And what was the other? Then I had I another, mean, what, I had another hair yeah. brains. Is it called a hair brain scheme thing? Yeah. You have um, hair brain for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did another thing that she kind of, um, I had this idea. You know how people send roses out, Howard, to the ones you love? I said, you yeah. know, it'd be really funny. She had horses. I said, how about to the ones you hate? send them horseshit roses so i had this idea where so i put in yeah i put an ad in the penny saver to the ones you hate send them horseshit roses so i i would take horseshit from her backyard and wrap it up and send it to people well it turns out you realize that's illegal i didn't know that at the time and that's what happened and the cops came to the door and she got threatened because the horseshit came from her house <laughs> so that so, was another so, time I pissed her off. And she still was happy to see you enter the she family. Still was happy, yeah. How many people bought horseshit flowers before your business got shut down? Uh, it was about five people. But what happened was this particular uh, person sent horseshit roses to an administrator at the hospital. She had just fired this guy. Oh my god! Oh. So it was really, really bad that they sent horseshit into a hospital. And oh yeah, my god. It oh was bad. God. So Sound. I I thought it was a funny, you know, novelty thing. Sure you but did. I yeah. yeah. I thought you it was have a absolutely good no judgment. It's unbelievable. None. Like I people yeah. say to me, like, is Sal for real? Is it a put on? I go, the dude is for a hundred percent for real. I wouldn't have somebody on making that shit up. It's I'm unbelievable. Sure when they you know, uh, if we had you know, Sal's brain right. uh will to science. They would not find one wrinkle. <laughs> no, you know what it would be like? There'd be no learning that happened while he was here. It would be like it would be like COVID and you'd be afraid that his brain would get out into the general population. <laughs> well, you wouldn't want it out of the lab, but I'm telling you, it would be completely smooth. 
Someone was asking yeah. me about Sal. I said, you know what sounds like? Sounds like all three Stooges in one guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little bit Mo, he's a little bit Larry, and he's very curly. It's like crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Now, how did the, yeah. how did the cops track down that the horseshit roses came from you? The did lady, you her... well, I had to, I used my mother-in-law's address. And so, see, oh I was, my my, I knew... <laughs> <laughs> you never have to look far because he's already <laughs> turned himself in. <laughs> see, everything I did in, everything I did at home, Howard, my father would beat the shit out of me. So when I, when I met Christine, I stayed out of her house a lot, and her mother and father, they were very loving, so I thought, wow, I have free reign here to, like, exercise some <laughs> ideas. And so, but, but, like, do you ever, like, like, do you ever say to yourself, like, for me, I'm like, gee, okay, I've got this idea to send horseshit flowers, but gee, like, sending excrement through the mail, and then I, I see a hospital address, and then maybe I won't use my mother-in-law's address, I should use my own after all, you know what I mean? Like, none of that occurs to you. You know, Howard, the only thing that occurs to me is, wow, this could be a big business. This could blow up. It do uh, yes, I didn't do my due diligence, which I should have. Sending shit through the mail is wrong, but I just thought it would be a great novelty idea, and it, unfortunately, it backfired. Um, yeah. But I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, honestly, I you would chances. think that just shit and boxing it in the mail. You know what I mean? It just it yeah. just seems like well, maybe maybe I should ask a lawyer or something. You know? Yeah. Well, some like I've got this idea, you know, somebody to run things by because you always get caught or things go badly. So yeah. it never occurs to you. Next time I have an idea, I'm going to check with somebody. Now I do, Robin, but I'm also 53. <laughs> it took me a long time. So now, I was young. So but when no you excuse. do, when you get into an argument with your wife or, you know, things are going bad. Like, has your mother-in-law ever blown up and say, Sal, you fucking moron? Like, like, has she ever brought it up and thrown it in your face? So you remember the time you screwed me and I, and the police came no, to my house? No, not at all. My mother-in-law loves me. Yeah. And I love really? her. And, and she's, she's, she's a fun woman. She's a loving woman. As does a Christine ever fact, say to you, does your wife ever say to you, like, you know, Jesus, Sal, I mean, you just got my mother in tremendous trouble. I mean, you know what I mean? Does she ever say that? Um, no, not really. You know, um, Christine, uh, no, no. I mean, I've re I, I don't recall much of the time. I remember I got in trouble with the horseshit roses. She was very upset about me sending out flyers for a landscaping business that didn't exist. And, um, you know, <laughs> she, talk, she would talk to me about it. And when she but, did, I respected her. And I, I, you know, I said I was sorry, which I was. And I didn't really do anything after that, you know. I see. So the, from those two experiences, you've been on good behavior. You haven't gotten her into any other trouble or she um, haven't done anything. One that... more thing, but yeah. She <laughs> was happened? upset at one. <laughs> well, she belonged to this, um, you know, she, like you, Howard, she loves animals. She had a lot of dogs in the house and she has three horses and cats and she was a big animal lover. So she was on this animal message board oh, no. and uh, with her friends. And one of her dogs was sick and it, it, you know, when the dog gets sick, it had an ear infection and it really, it was starting to really stink up the house as I would put it. So uh, I just went on the message board one night and said, I've had it with Taffy. The dog's name was Taffy. I think I'm, you know, it's just smelling up the house. Everybody's vomiting. Everyone's getting sick. I think I'm just going to take it out back and just put it down. <laughs> and uh, her friend's like, Pat, don't do that. Just get a vet, you know, take it down, be humane about it. And she's like, no, no, I've had it. This thing stinks. It's gross. It smells like shit. And her friends started calling her and me like, Pat, what are you doing? 
Like, don't do that. That's not, this is not like you. You know, you, you love animals. Did they call the authorities? No, they did it, but they called her. So she got about five phone calls. And then my mother-in-law really hit the, I just thought it was just a prank. It was a goof. I was messing with her friends. She was pissed off. And, and that was the last thing that I did. And, uh, that was it. Well, what about and, the time you drew a picture of the Prophet Muhammad and signed her name on it? Yeah. So, I mean, police have actually shown up at this woman's house as a result of your craziness. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. I mean, well, for horseshit roses uh, for a business. Yes. I made a mistake right. with that. It was when, when they came to the house where they like, ma'am, we're going to arrest you for sending uh, excrement through the mail. Uh, no, they sat down with her and then I was called over and we had to speak and I explained, she didn't know what the hell was going on. And I explained how I took the horseshit from the backyard and I thought it would just be funny. And mm -hmm. the administrator did not press charges. So it worked out. So with, you know, out. it wasn't, it out. wasn't me. Like it wasn't me that, I mean, I started the business, but I wasn't the one who sent the, you know, the flowers, the, the person did the person, you know, you send the somebody ordered the horseshit and sent it to her so there was a middle so you, you know what I'm you're saying? not the moron the guy who sent them is the moron yeah it was right. the delivery service yeah but so right. you mailed it right you personally mailed it correct delivered on behalf of someone delivered. else oh you oh it yeah. wasn't mailing you just brought it to the hospital i didn't bring it i had somebody else do it <laughs> <laughs> you had employees in your business how I many had one employee do it yeah how many horseshit flowers how many horseshit flowers did you sell yeah Go ahead. About, I think, like four dozen. What happened was, um, because I placed the ad in the penny saver, I needed a credit card terminal. My brother-in-law had a business, and I asked him <laughs> if I could use his credit card terminal to send this out. So I also asked him if he could send one of his employees to deliver it. So he was kind of trying to do it. What a mess. <laughs> So yeah. So there's no, you know, it's twenty percent to use his credit card uh, machine, wow. and I will, you know, and I also pay the employee to deliver the roses. So yeah, that was quite well, a tangled web we were weaving. There. Very generous of you to uh, give twenty percent of the business up right away to uh, just to write, just just to just to process the credit card. What I love but about you know your stories is, well, is but, but what I love is about your what? stories is that, that that he he tries to take the whole family down with him. It's nice. That's you know, what I was gonna say. Yeah. When Sal goes into business, it's a possibility that the whole family will wind up in jail. <laughs> but the, the thing, well, I'm curious. Were the, the flowers? What, yeah, were the flowers in the shape? What, 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 was the shit in the shape of a flower? Yeah. So what I did, Howard, is I actually went down to a florist and I asked, can I purchase like 20 rose boxes and tissue paper? And they said, yes. And I paid whatever, $20 for it, I believe at the time. What I would do is once the order came in, I would pull some weeds from the side of the road as stems. Then I'd pull a pile of horseshit and put it at the end of the weed so it looked like mm. a bouquet. I'd wrap it in tissue paper. I'd put it in the flower box. So when you were presented with it, you really thought you were getting a dozen roses. And then the gag was up once you opened it up and you saw it was horseshit. How many of your sort of family stories end with the sentence they declined to press charges when you say <laughs> honestly i mean it's uh, crazy right many times yeah. police are called in with your antics i mean yeah like when crazy. i prank called my religion teacher police came down to my the, pit, the pizza place why the did you do that like what did you do 
Well, I would prank call my religion teacher. I wanted to talk dirty to her at the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she recorded the calls and the cops came and my dad was in the middle of making a pizza. And they said, you know, we believe that your son was prank calling this lady. He was talking dirty to her. And my father's like, my son works here all day. He's not talking dirty to anybody. And they had a tape recorder and they played the tape. And that's when my father said, can I talk to my son out back? And uh, <laughs> man, I got the biggest beat. The cops pulled my dad off of me. And wow. uh, they said what happened with that was pre charges were impressed because they said, we think this has been resolved. We're going to let the lady know that this has been resolved. You that know. you got the shit beat out of you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so what did you say to her? Like when you talked dirty to her, what were, what were the things I you would say? I didn't, I, didn't say, I didn't say much like, hey, what are you wearing? Like, you know, take your <laughs> pants off. And then she would just hang up. I would call was from she the hot? Not really that hot. I mean, but you know, when you, she was the only woman that I was in a, you know, I went to these religion classes and we were doing Bible studies and I thought she was very, you know, nice. So she had big tits. Yeah. Decent size. Yeah. Skinny, right. you know, thin. She right. sort of looked like, um, Sandy Duncan. If that, oh, you know, she she's had, an attractive yeah. woman. Yes. Oh. An attractive lady. Had a, a little taller. How old like, were you at the time? Uh, 14. I was 14 at the time. Okay. Wow. 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 Yeah, wow. 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 To trees. I do thank trees. He speaks to squirrels and Had a, a connection with an animal. How could he be so dumb? I feel like the spirit world paralyzes animals. Yeah, he's a dim fellow. Jewel, jewelry. Jewelry. Abominable. Ireland. Ireland. My cock is gone. So good. I put garlic on my cock. Oh, what a dummy that sound. Beautiful song. Thou dim fellow. Um. <laughs> can, can, I, can I just tell you my favorite Sal story? He didn't do this, didn't get the cops, but Sal, I think this is probably uh, up there with the maddest Christine was ever with, uh, out with you. New Year's Eve, her coworker, oh, yeah. Sal doesn't know any of them. Goes to the New Year's Eve party. You know, everybody waits for the ball to drop. It's the most important part of the night. It's where you go to the party. And Sal pulled the plug. All of her on the TV, all of her friends were so mad at her at work for like a week. It was on the get, countdown. You know, because everyone yeah. gathers around the TV, 10, 9, 8. And when they got the three, I pulled the plug, jumped in front of the TV and said, Happy New Year. I became well, she the was, ball. She was mad at you, right? Oh, yeah, that was bad. And then... <laughs> What I remember was I was very drunk, so it, there was a beautiful basement. They had a bar there, so after I did that, she yelled at me, and I walked away. I sat at the bar, and I threw up at the same time. Like, as soon as I sat down, so when I threw up, wow. now she's all pissed off, and I'm that sobered me right up. So I'm panicking, and I'm sitting on the bar stool, and I'm using my feet with a paper towel underneath it, like because I don't want her to see me cleaning the vomit. So I'm like. Furiously cleaning the vomit with my feet and this paper towel. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so dead. But yeah, that happened so, too. How do you advise your sons? I mean, like, do they take you seriously? Do the at opposite all? of what I did. No. Is I, that, you know, do, do they ever yeah. come to you for advice and you're like, I just go to your mother? Cause like, you can't be trusted. No, I give my people. I, I sure, I sure can. I can give good advice. I mean, these are experiences. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Have you ever given the boys um, advice and it backfired where Christine had to step in because you told them to do the wrong thing? No, that really no, that has never happened. Not at all. You know, I've told. What was that kids, story? You know, What's the story where you spray painted the store next to your dad's pizzeria? Why did you do that? Oh yeah, the King Cullen next door. You know, I was just young, and there was spray paint in the back, and they had this bell that the um, the truck drivers would press. You know, when they made a delivery. So I just one day I just wrote ring the bell with a big arrow and this guy Warren he was a nice guy as I was mid spray painting he opened the door he grabbed me by the wrist he dragged me in the place I was crying hysterical because I knew my dad was going to come over my dad used to walk into wherever I was my dad would beat me I used to go to the stationery store right next door to read man magazine and my dad would come in like loaded with flour on his face and a messy apron and, and he would he would wave to the cashier, go, hi, I'm just here for my son. He'd pick up the magazine, roll it up and beat me with it and drag me out of the place. <laughs> because he's trying to knock some sense into you. For well, yeah, because he's working and I'm supposed to be working the counter, but I would sneak out of the pizza place uh, and do these these stupid things. So did yeah. you get in big tr when you would draw like uh, cum and cocks on photographs at that woman's birthday party? Um, but remember you did, when, when did yes, you do that? I did that. I did that at a 40th birthday party. But that was uh, recent, Sal, right? That was within the last 10 years. That right? was, uh, let's see, 13 years ago now. Yeah, that was, yeah. What so, was yeah, that we about? Were at a, uh, what was that about? Yeah. Every, she had this big, uh, her husband, Ian, who's, they're both, they both love you very much. I uh, had a, a big poster of her that you sign off at the end of the night. Hey, Laura, happy 40th, happy 40th. <laughs> Something like, fuck this happy 40th. So I drew jizz on her forehead and a cock be <laughs> beaming at it. I'm like, you know. <laughs> and uh, and the, yeah, did, they, did they get mad? They must have hated that. Um, they weren't mad at that. What happened? They got <laughs> mad at a few other things. They, they actually found that to be very funny. And, uh, but. We went back to the house and he, Ian had a bunch of bananas in the kitchen oh, and I no. just took apart all the bananas and I hit them all over the house. I hid one in the bathroom. I hid <sighs> one under this pillow. I Why'd you one do that? I don't know. Just for fun. Like, I, I don't know. So he woke up in the morning and he called me. He goes, listen, I'm really fucking pissed off at you. And I said, I'm so sorry about Laura and drawing jizz on her face. He goes, no, no, not that. He goes, this bananas all over my fucking house. So he, he was upset about that. What I mean, uh, and you hid yeah. one in his bed and his, uh, oh yeah, one under his pillow. I hid one like in the, in the medicine cabinet, in the, in the, in, in the, other words, bathroom. it's hard to trust you over someone's house because you get crazy and you get these ideas. Is it hard for you to discern was, what, like, in yeah. other words, gee, they seem to like the cock and cum drawn on her face. So do you right. then go, then you get encouraged and you go, let me see what else I can do to, to fuck around. And then you Maybe. start with the bananas. Yeah. Yeah. You Maybe know, to it. me, the light, the bananas, like it was a lighthearted thing. It was, you know, it was just a, you know, a few bananas. But do you ever, do you ever try to ignore your own ideas, like not listen <laughs> yes. to the voice in your head? Well, you not only, it? not only do I ignore my own uh, ideas, but I actually give myself a pep talk now every time I go out. Right. And that's really? what, you say, what is the pep I say, talk? Don't be an asshole. I, I say, <laughs> think of other people, be considerate, be nice, be complimentary. You know, people go through. So if things. you're over a house at a party and there's some the voice in your head goes, Sal, you got to put some bananas under this guy's bed and you got to you got to hide bananas and draw cum on the, the, his wife's face. And you go, and then you get in an argument with the, that, that thing in your <laughs> head. Right. Is there an argument that breaks out? 
There's no argument anymore. I just, I, my mind just simply does not go there. I don't. Could do you it. point to a time don't. you recently had a great idea and you didn't do it because you mm. talked yourself out of it? I mean, I, that's what I'm afraid that we're missing out on. You know, I try to come up with ideas that are different, that are interesting. Um, let me think of an sure. idea. Like where you, where you, uh, you know, where you were having a day to day struggle. It's like being a recovering addict in a way. You, you have ideas. Something you know. crazy and wild. No, no, not at all. Not at all. I see. Uh, no. Mm. I, I'm, are you I'm afraid really, your ideas really are drying up because you're not doing them anymore? No, People not at all. The, you. No. I'm using my creativity in, in much better ways now, Howard. So you know? so the way I understand it is you're constantly fighting the urge to be a moron, right? I mean, it's uh, <laughs> like I want to be a moron, but I'm not going to do it. Let's yeah, go to my, Brett, who wants to say good morning from Pennsylvania. Yes, Brett. Uh, yes, I'm literally have the day off and I'm doing some cleaning and I literally fucking went through a knee with these stories, man. My 12 year old literally has fucking so much more sense than this guy does. But these stories are <laughs> classic. classic. You, can't, you can't write this shit up. You cannot write this shit up. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. You, you know, you know what's sad? This is great. Yeah, I love what, you, what's, I really do. I love you what's too, What's sad man. about this story is that, that, that really in the final analysis, the stuff that Sal forgets that he did or the stuff that he doesn't even remember he wanted to do. Would you do, I'm going to give you some homework. I'm going to give you a homework assignment. I moonwalked to... in a... Go ahead. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I remember one time, I almost burned myself alive. Um, we were at, we used to have, uh, you know, we used to have these bonfires like in the woods with our friends. We'd drink beer and, and I remember uh, to start a fire and my friend brought gasoline so he started this fire and it was, it was a big fucking fire and I got really drunk and, uh, I decided to go, I decided to moonwalk within the fire and I had on these boots and my boots caught on fire. I was actually moonwalking because Michael Jackson was popular at the time. I moonwalked through the fire and my boots went on fire and it started going up my legs and my friends jumped on me and they, they put me out. I could have been killed. So and you, you jumped into a crazy. fire. You jumped into yes. a bonfire so you could moonwalk on the fire. I, can, I thought it'd be cool. If, yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. It's 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 nuts. It's it's crazy. But that's you know one what's thing weird. That I did. There are probably well, I do people remember in your life. these things. Yeah, there remember. are probably people in your life who think about these incidents every day. And and Sal, you just move on. That's what's so great. You learn nothing from the past, and, uh, and you have to admire. No, that. I learn. I learn not to do these things. And you know, uh, right. when I talk to my children, it's it's completely the opposite. You know, right. I teach Do they know what you've done? Do you say to them, listen, dad jumped into a fire in order to moonwalk and you say, this is something maybe you should not do? Uh, they don't know that. But when they do hear a few things here and there, thanks to my sisters, um, <laughs> I sit them down and I tell them the truth that I did do that. I tell them that it's, it's crazy. It was wrong and don't ever do that. <laughs> and I explain to them do the that, kids you know, know about the horseshit. Uh, you in that business? The, the uh, I'm, I'm, they might know now, but no, I don't think they knew about it then. No. Howard. Uh, yes, Richard. You know who he asked for advice on a lot of this stuff is me. And I always, <laughs> I always tell him to do it because I love seeing him do dumb shit. Yeah. Like, there was a it story seems- one. Yeah, oh, go sorry. Ahead. One time we were at uh, John Hines' daughter's bat mitzvah. You remember what you did there? Yeah. Sal that almost what did got I do your there? 
Oh, you almost got. I want to pull the plug kicked. on the, uh, the, the the football game. Well, the, it was Howard, in Howard. January, so the Jets were in a playoffs game. Yeah. Well, hold and on. All these guys, big muscle guys, are watching this playoffs game. Okay. Sal now. finds the remote for the TV somehow and starts changing <laughs> the channel. <It's> like <laughs> something big is happening, and this yeah. guy finally Help found yeah. out who it was. Howard, oh, yeah. they set up six TVs there, right, John? Because he knew we were all big sports fans. The Jets in the fucking playoffs. So he set up six TVs. So me and this group of guys keep moving to the next TV. <laughs> and the channel changes. And then we go to the next TV. It was pretty funny. It was pretty it was hilarious. Uh, yeah, and, and sometimes you know it's funny. And sometimes he, he gets the shit beaten out of yeah. him. You just yeah, don't know. So now, so, now, so now I just want to stick to the, the funny. Um, I did go away, Howard, now that I'm thinking about it. I went away to um, this uh, like camp resort upstate family camp type of thing. And I went with Christine and her aunts and her uncles and her cousins. It was very, very nice. Upstate, they had, you know, whatever, the, the swimming pool. And you could go on trikes and quads. And they had karaoke one night, family karaoke. Huh. So uh -huh. I went up there and I sang a very filthy song. So uh they had to, they stopped the song and they, they told Christine's aunt to get me out of there. And they got me out of there and they <laughs> brought me back to my room. And I thought, I go, it was fun. It was late at night. And they said, but does, you know, this is a family place. And it turns out about seven of the fathers from the other families were waiting in the parking lot. One guy took off his shirt and he was, <laughs> they were waiting for me. <laughs> oh my God. And I had to stay locked in the room with my <laughs> wife and her aunt and wait till the next morning. We had to leave like at five o'clock in the morning when they all went back to their rooms and we had to drive home that night. So. <laughs> I mean, that's so crazy. Many, I mean, uh, and again, I was I just mean, trying to be silly and stupid. And, but you know, you know what it I is? It. No I more of that you, like, I understand why your wife, you know, doesn't fuck you anymore. It's like having another, oh. it's like having a child, like your, her children are smarter. You know what I mean? It's like, she oh, can't much rely on you. You know, she can. You know, I mean, you know, we've been through a lot. She's been through a lot and I feel for her. I really do. You know. Oh, it's such a liability. I mean, how do you, you don't know what's funny and you don't know what's dangerous. Well, let's I mean, keep in know. mind, this is a, you know, the long time ago. Oh, uh, yeah, real long. Uh, Ronnie, yeah. what's up? Sal, rip up your save the date card, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't let him near your wedding. Oh, no. Because you know what? It's done, dude. This won't be the first wedding he gets uninvited to. Yeah, that's that's right. it, man. These are ages ago, Ronnie. We've all yeah, done crazy okay. things when yeah. we were younger. Yeah. The one okay. thing, though, a funny thing about Ronnie, I have a funny Ronnie story. After the Christmas party, uh, Ronnie decides to drive me home. <clears throat> we were at, we were at Tau at the time. Beautiful place. Seriously, it was a big party. And they had these little mini egg rolls. So I remember I was doing like shots all night of like absolute vanilla oh. and eating all of these mini egg rolls. I ate like a whole tray of them. So Ronnie put me in his truck. He was kind enough to put me in his truck and drive me home. And I rolled down the window. We're driving through Manhattan. And there was like women on the street. Ronnie would beep the horn. Hey. And I just go, hey. But the reason why I was screaming is that I had to throw up, but I didn't want Ronnie to know it. So I rolled down the window and I start vomiting as I'm screaming, hey. And Ronnie's laughing, not knowing a thing. And meanwhile, there's puke all over the side of the truck. So I... I, I thought I got away with it. The next morning, Ronnie calls me and goes, what the fuck did you do, dude? I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I just went for the, get my fucking truck clean. And the guy goes, it's going to cost you double. 
And I said, why? And he, and he calls me over. He takes me around to the other side of the truck. It was covered in fucking vomit all over the place. The guy was like, man, whatever happened here? He goes, you're pissed. So Ronnie had to pay double. Ronnie, you must have been so pissed off. Yeah, it was a brand new fucking truck, too. Oh, oh God. So oh, I felt man. bad about that. But, but I didn't know. through your paint. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't throw the, but I felt bad because I was throwing up out of the window, but I didn't want Ronnie to see me throwing up and I didn't want I didn't to know stop. that. You, I, I, I'm surprised the car wash charges double for vomit. I mean, it's like. It was that much. Yeah, because you know why? They can't, if you run it through like that, through the car wash, it doesn't come off right away. Mm. They have to scrub it by hand first before they send it through the machine. Knowing you, so, you would have scrubbed it off by hand so you wouldn't have to, you know pay the double shot you know you didn't want to deal with no i wasn't shit. touching that shit mm. <laughs> wow yeah so how the fuck now. you doing i got a report on ronnie <sighs> you had a party uh uh had a party on what thursday or something or you went to a, I dinner a party had... i went to, i went to this dinner thing and you had <laughs> six gin and tonics how are you fucking what? keeping up yeah he had six gin and tonics. how are you doing that at your age i mean that would fuck me up for a week it fucked Six. me up for the weekend. I bet, <laughs> dude. You don't you uh, don't slow down, huh? You're just gonna go out with a bang, huh? Yeah, of course. Why yeah. not? Good for you. All right. Why yeah. did you have to have six, Ronnie? I mean, what was? I don't, what I don't was know. There was a bunch of people. We were at this cool restaurant, and then we we had some drinks at dinner. Yeah. Well, first we had it. Stephanie and I had a drink at the when we got there because we got there early, so we stopped at the bar in the hotel. And we had a drink first. Then we went to the restaurant with these people and went upstairs, uh, had dinner, had some drinks there. And then we went to this club upstairs on the roof. And, and I don't remember what time the rest, what happened after that. <laughs> wow. Oh, I mean, I mean, you know, this, this guy can really party. Hey, Sal, tell every last story. Tell the <laughs> yeah. story when you, when you shit in a guy's bathtub in high school. Oh yeah, that was a that was oh, at a yeah. college party. <laughs> no, these oh, guys. Right. They, I mean, oh, yeah, I, it was at a, a, one of these college parties. I was young, and I, I was sitting next to a girl, and I was rapping with her, and I had like this heavy whooping cough or whatever. And, the, and these two jocks came in, you know, like these big, like tough guy jocks, like you would see in Revenge of the Nerds. It was just like that, and I definitely was the nerd at the time. And I um, had this rap no. going with this girl, and she was giggling, and they like they picked me up and they threw me out of the house. So I was out of the house and I was on the stoop and I'm like, you know, I'm so pissed off. I had to go back in the house to take a piss. And it was a, it was a Cape house. So I went right up the stairs. I'm taking a piss. I'm, I felt the shit coming on. I said, fuck it. And I just dropped my pants and I, I took a shit in the tub and I took wow. off. Wow. That was a wow. little bit of a revenge thing because they were mean to me, but. Sal, did yeah. you have ever have an incident where you got your ass kicked other than by your father? Yes. Yes. I had a rap battle with a big black guy one time. He punched me right in the mouth. And he, really? I, you know, he, oh, yeah. This but a rap was, battle is supposed to use, you're supposed to, you know, rap. You're not supposed to hit each other. Well, I well <laughs> interjected on his rap battle. I thought I would be a better rapper. I got in the way of his rap battle. See, we were leaving the club, and he was outside with his friends, and they were in a circle having a rap battle. And... I stepped in and I started rapping in his face and he started rapping back in my face. And then I'll never forget the line I said. I go, your mom is so old. She looks like a prune from that line. Lights out. I was not. He knocked me right the fuck out. 
<laughs> you were unconscious. Unconscious. I get up. I spit a lot of blood. My tooth was loose. And I said, <laughs> what the fuck was that? Why'd you do that? And I'll never forget. He goes, don't talk about my mama. She raised me for nine months. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Which is pretty damn funny. Uh, uh, you you know. deserved it. You talk about oh, a guy's yeah. mother. What's the matter with you? Well, uh, I was Lionel. Lionel, Lionel in California. What's up? You know what? I'm telling you. You, I have to blame for... <laughs> Sal is out of his mind. I would <laughs> never have guessed someone like this is alive in this world. I... I now I understand why you want to allow him at your house. At first, I was like, oh, you're oh just a rich guy trying to, no, house. no, no, do not bring him <laughs> no. to your house. He is crazy. I'm, hiding No, bananas. I would never let him near my house. I, I mean, he's insane. I mean, he's oh, even delusional. You, you are. You're crazy. All right, Lionel. Thank not you. All right, anymore. Sal. Not All anymore. Now you're normal. It's now not you're been anymore. A pleasure. Until you no. are. Right. <laughs> Until you fuck up. Right. I guarantee you, you're going to fuck up at Ronnie's wedding. I know it. No, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Uh, I've been okay. to Jason's wedding. I was well behaved. I've been to Will's wedding. I thought you wrote some stuff in his guest book or whatever. Right. Yeah, but Howard and I did that together. We were having a blast. <laughs> we, were making, we, were, we were drawing pictures of Gary, big teeth. Yeah, Ooh. well, yeah. I got to admit, I kind of like when I get around Sal. You egged him on. Yeah. I egg him on. I do. I because I want to see what dumb shit he'll do. And <laughs> he, he, he's I so remember, desperate. Yeah. To, He's so desperate yeah. to please me that he goes, how? He'll how, just how, do how, anything, like, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I go, I go, Sal. Let's go over and sign the autograph book for that. He goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I go, Sal. Let's do something stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I know. We drew like Gary's teeth, like with flies around it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's worth a lot of money now. That book. I, I, I bet you. it is. Yeah. 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 We had um, a good time. All right. We'll, get, we'll give you right. something. Gary was all at your expense. Don't worry about it. All right, Listen, boys. I'm, fi I'm fine, Howard, because at the end of the day, I'm me and Sal Sal, so I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Uh, Robin, once again, we've done a wonderful show. Uh, so many people that are out there amazing. talking about it. That was amazing. You know, the retrospective of Sal in life just messing up all the time from childhood right up into his adult years is just incredible. Never gets Absolutely old. Absolutely incredible. No, and you'll laugh every time. Tomorrow, the Smashing Pumpkins will be performing, and you know how great they are. Still not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, huh, Gary? No, they haven't even been nominated, Howard. Unbelievable wow. to me. Well, maybe I'm living in some sort of weird bubble, because I think they're one of the most important bands of the 90s. Uh, Smashing yeah. Pumpkins, Nirvana. Um, Pearl, well, there's still know, bands Sound, trying to get Sound in, Garden. Howard. Soundgarden's yeah. not in. I can't believe it. And Rage isn't Soundgarden. in. Can't believe right. that. Hey, by the way, I got the voting ballot for uh, the Rock Roll Hall of Fame. I did vote because you did. Of, I did. I felt like a douche, but I did. Who'd you vote uh, for? Yeah, I wrote it down. I voted for Soundgarden, mm -hmm. Cheryl Crow, Willie Nelson, because now Definitely. they let country people in, and Willie's the best. I voted for Rage Against the Machine and Cindy Lauper. And I, okay. in the worst way, I wanted to put in Warren Zevon, but I figure he won't know the difference. <laughs> so, he can't uh, feel bad about it now. Yeah. So, you know, I love Warren Zevon, but uh, Cindy Lauper, Rage Against the Machine, Willie Nelson, Cheryl Crow, and Soundgarden. Who'd you vote for, Gary? Uh, Cindy Lauper, Cheryl Crow, Rage Against the Machine. I voted for Warren Zevon. Oh, you did. And then, 
I did. And then I know you're going to give me shit. I voted for the spinners. The spinners? No garden for you? Rubber band, man? Gr- Well, I mean, they had other songs besides that. Do, 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 do. Rubber band what man. What was better than that? <laughs> Rubber band man. Can. Could it be I'm falling in love? Um, I'll be around. I mean, that's some great songs. I'll be I think around. The spinners uh, over what? Rage Against? Oh, you said Rage Against. No, I did, but probably you over, didn't say uh, Soundgarden. Did you vote? It's probably over Soundgarden. Yeah, probably over Soundgarden. Wow. That's a weird choice. John, did you vote? John Hines a Somehow, somehow, I'm a voting member. I think because I inducted Bon Jovi. Hit him with the hind. Yeah, Cheryl Crow, Soundgarden, Rage Against the Machine, Willie Nelson, and the Spinners. Spinners. Spinners <laughs> are a great on. band. I love They're a great band. All right, all right. Coming at you, WNBC. We've got the best music. You know that. Coming up, I am BB with that free tissue box giveaway. We love it here. WNBC. Bowie, poopy, bowie. Poopy, bowie. Bowie, poopy, bowie. Rubber band. And hand me down the walking cane. Hand me down my hat. I love Top 40 Radio. They say shit, you don't even know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> Give me that talk up again. You can just say any nonsense as long as you yell it out. Give me the intro. It's so great. WNBC. We got so much going on here today. Oh, whoa. I can't believe what just happened here. It's unbelievable what's going on here in the studio. This is madness. WNBC giving away more prizes, more gifts, more kinds of everything. Hey, now. WNBC. Rubber band man. Thirty-seven past ten, twenty-three to eleven. What? What do you say? <laughs> Traffic moving on the FDR. Get all jacked up when you listen to that kind of radio. All right, boys. Um, I argue with some of those. Uh, okay. John Hine, Gary Delabate, Robin. We'll be back tomorrow with Smashing Pumpkins. I love Billy yes. Corgan. Why the fuck aren't they in the Rock and Roll? Why are they even nominated? Why are they not nominated? You're right. I felt like such a douche voting. I was like, you know, and I'm so. <sighs> but I had the ballots in there, and I went, you know what? Cindy Lauper's done the show many times. How could I not give her a little? Cheryl Crow, same. Cheryl deal. Crow has done the show a million times. Soundgarden, we knew uh, the the lead dude. Chris, we knew him. Chris. Chris Cornell, we knew, Willie Nelson's done our show. Oh, so I was like, love you know, Willie, yeah. And I love Rage Against the Machine and Tom Morello, so why not? I, so I looked at it and I said, you know, don't be a dick. Fill it out, put it in the envelope and mail it in. These might be the the votes that put them in. Yeah, I guess. I guess it's important to them. <laughs> Howard, I am curious. Um what was your thought on George Michael? Were you like, no fucking way? It never crossed your no mind? No fucking way. Like, I think George Michael's a really good singer, but the body of work. What was that? I mean, I can name three George Michael. There was one song that was a real big hit, The Whisper, Whisper something. Careless Whispers. Careless Whispers. Then there was the one where he was like Elvis and he was a... Uh, Faith. Kind of Faith. God, I have it. Yeah, he was I want good. Your sex. I, I want you yeah, sex. Yeah, a bunch of songs, but... He no, was I didn't more th- innovative with videos and stuff, I thought, than Freedom. Yeah. music. Yeah. 
Yeah, I didn't. He was good, and I probably didn't appreciate him enough when he was alive. But at the same point, I I don't know. I I just skipped right over him when I saw other people who had you know been part of the show. I just feel like he's going to get in because he's dead, and people seem to love him for some reason. Yeah, well, he's tragic. He had a rough life. He had a yeah. very rough life. But smashing pumpkins, give me a break. What was it that? Uh, who asked me in the meeting today about an award? What was the meaning? Oh, yeah. What did you ask me? That was a good question. Well, I said that I was very upset. Um, listen, congratulations to Adam Sandler on getting the Mark Twain Award. But okay. I was wondering, like, John, you know, John Stewart's got it. And Dave Chappelle's got it. And I think that Howard is worthy of the Mark Twain Award. And I don't know why his name never comes up or why you haven't gotten it yet. So I said to Gary, first of all, I don't even know what the fuck the Mark Twain Award is. I said, it's a Kennedy these, Center. It's like it's, well, not, it's not nothing. I would take a Kennedy. So Gary goes, is there any award you would take? I said, I would take a Kennedy Center Honors. But of course, I'm politically incorrect, so I would never get that. But the Mark Twain Award, I'm like, you know, and congratulations to Adam. And if it's meaningful yeah, to him. Yeah, but it's most, the, you know, what they give to comedians. You know, Steve Martin has that award. Eddie Murphy has that well, award. Well, here's the secret. Here's okay. the secret. Because Comedy Central used to call me all the time. They wanted to call me the Man of the Year Award. I would, I would say no. Because what it meant is I'd have to pick up the phone, call all my friends, and basically put together a TV show for them for free. Yeah. In other words, uh, they were like, well, yeah, um, we want to make you man of the year, and then we're going to invite all your friends, and then we'll have a TV show. And I go, yeah, and how do these people get paid? Oh, they go, no, 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 it's an honor. I go, what? <laughs> Comedy Central Man of the Year? Get the fuck out of here with that. And, <laughs> and I think if someone called me with a Mark Twain award, I'd probably just say no. I don't care about it. But the, the, so Gary said to me, what award do you care about? I said, well, like I would think it was cool. Not that this is going to happen, but like if the Bruce Springsteen interview with that aired on HBO won an Emmy, I would go to that. I would think that would be cool. And if private parts had won like a, an Academy Award or something, then I would go to that. I would think that would be cool, but, but you don't have to put together a TV show. And no, be, like, yeah, you just show up. Yeah, they'll be like, <laughs> don't you have any friends? And I'm like, well, <laughs> no. Uh, not really. A lot of these shows are just to create a television show. CNN once asked me to be like something hero of the year or something. I don't know what it was. I, I, I seem to remember something like that. My agent knows all this shit. And then I go, oh, what the fuck is that? What, I got to bite my friends? I don't well, want to watch them. Were you were I think you were once on Times 100 list and you like you didn't even go to the party. I know it was a week. No, but it's like, nonsense. They, and they were like, "Why won't you come to the party?" I go, "Because it's nonsense." Hundred. I said, and then they nudged David Spade to write something, and I mean, what right, bothering him? Right. Yeah, it was terrible to to put him through that. You know, Kennedy Center honors would be disappointed in who I would bring. They'll be like, well, we want to give you the Mark Twain Award. Who are you going to bring? I'd be like, well, how about my buddy, Dr. Lou, the ophthalmologist, and, <laughs> and Ralph? And they'd be like, who? We can't build a show around that. Don't you know anybody? Mm, not really. Ralph. I, mean, I got Beetlejuice. You'd be good. You know, hey. how about Wendy, Wendy, the slow adult in her mom? That would be cool. I get the Mark Twain Award. I show up that night and ladies and gentlemen, here is Wendy, the slow adult and her mother. 
and then Beatles. I blowing my mind up. See, look, Kennedy Center program aired last night on CNN and featured tributes from Adam Sandler's friends and collaborators, including Ben Stiller, Conan and Brian, and David Spade. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I'd have like medicated Pete naked, you know, come out with his big dick. No, I don't. I don't know why. I I don't think I would be interested in that award. Plus, I don't get awards except for best hair award. And let's face it, the guy was looking for some. I was the only one willing to put him on the radio. But Howard, you've won. You've won. Uh, a, what, what are they those, uh, awards like Billboard Morning Man of the Year. You've gotten those. Right? Yeah, I like that. I I was I was honored when I won that. But oh, I didn't have to do anything. Like they just sent you a certificate in the mail telling you, and they and they put your name in Billboard magazine as. One of the hot jocks. You know. So, I didn't have to do anything. It's kind of awesome. Yeah, I was, hey, I, I like that. You've already done something. Give you an award. Yeah. It's not like the movie star has to come up and, you know, make another yeah. movie to get the Academy yeah. Award. Some of these awards are like, you got to create your own TV show. And then they look <laughs> at your cross-eyed when you don't have good friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah, can't believe you voted for um, the spinners over Willie Nelson. Over Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson's so good. What's that song I love? Angel flying too close. Can you believe Willie's still alive? <laughs> Didn't he have like a collapsed lung and he smoked shit? And now he's out on tour. I was worried that, you know, we wouldn't hear from him again. And now he's he's out on the road. Sandler had a good crowd. Dana Carvey, Louis Guzman, Rob Schneider, Ben Stiller, Jennifer Aniston, Judd Apatow, Drew Barrymore, Steve Buscemi, Conan O'Brien, Chris Rock, Pete Davidson, and David Spade. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Conan had the best line. He said, I mean, I haven't heard the whole show, but one of the lines was, you know, uh, yes, all of Adam's friends are here. Because when Adam's not working, neither are they. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> so yeah. it was great, yeah. But Howard, if if you were to get I don't it, know, I seem to be very, I don't know what it is about me, but I feel like everything is hypocrisy and bullshit and phony and so I don't go to anything. I was asked to go to something recently, and I was like, eh, I'm not going to do that. I mean, it was like cool stuff, but I don't know. I'd rather just be the guy who doesn't show up at anything. And it's not like intentional. It's just I, I can't get motivated for awards. You know, I'm I'm reclusive, and I like it that way. I like just being in the house with my wife. It's enough. Kids come. I'm good with that. Kids and my wife. Boom. That's enough. What do I need? You know what I'm saying? Awards. But I would go. I do. There's some awards that would be cool. Well, who knows? I'm out of gas, man. We've been on a long time already this morning. I never even heard of the Mark Twain Award, really, until a couple I of years ago. I never heard of it until a couple of years ago, and then all of I a think sudden it was a big deal. It's only been around since, like, 1998, I think. Yeah, it so seems kind of bullshitty, new. but, yeah. But, I mean, if you know. 
It, it is, but the past winners are like it's it's like a who you know it's like Steve Martin, like people. I remember Eddie Murphy got it, and yeah. people you respect. I think probably Mel Brooks, those kind of people. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, good. I'm out of I'm out of gas. I'm just saying goodbye. Can you get That's out of it. your chair? You can't even close the no. show. <laughs> and I got to pee so goodbye. bad. Yeah. All right. Tomorrow, the Smashing Pumpkins. So we'll uh, we'll we'll fuel up for tomorrow. Bye.